0: Welcome to the Horror Comics Podcast, episode 40. I'm your host, Chris, and I appreciate you stopping on in here and uh, listening. I'm very excited uh, about this episode here, uh, talking about a pretty crazy uh, comic book that, for me, came out of nowhere. But we'll get into it and the history of it and all that stuff. So, um, uh, very exciting things on the horizon uh, that will be announced uh, shortly. Just trying to get some things figured out, but uh, yeah, I'm very excited to 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 dig into that uh, in the next episode. Hopefully, if things are figured out, but either way, uh, it's gonna be awesome. Everybody, go check out Low Daniels on Kickstarter. Go to Kickstarter, check out Low Daniels, or go to my uh, the show's Twitter page. Horror Comics Pod, I've retweeted Low Daniels stuff before. I talked to John Craven on the Patreon page, and uh, it sounds incredible. What I've seen from it is uh, awesome. This guy has really thought this story and these characters through and the lore and built a world around it. So go check that out. Again, it's Low, L-O-W, Daniels, exactly like it sounds, Daniels. And, uh, go back that he actually, they, they have named a pledge, uh, after horror comics podcasts and it is a $12 pledge, I believe 12 or 15, but either way it's worth it. And I can't wait to get it, um, and get everything that comes along with it, uh, and, and have it own it, but it's awesome. There's a bunch of different pledges you can look at and all of them have, you know, varying uh, prizes or rewards, rather. So go check that out and support um, because it's it's doing well, but it still needs that extra push, and every little bit helps to sort of expand the series. So I'm excited about that. Uh, also, uh, in my last episode was really weird. I know for a show called Horror Comics Podcast, but uh, could not could not in good conscience uh continue to support nightmare threads and even though they removed the the sweatshirt that i had a problem with there's still some pretty crazy shit uh that they're selling involving children uh and like sacrifices and stuff on there so uh i guess that's just not my cup of tea But the one that was absolutely unacceptable they did take down. But yeah, so uh, thing of the past, wish them well, and hopefully they will make better decisions moving forward with their designs. But uh, I did get, it was kind of funny, I did get called, well, I I don't feel like spending the energy to go and look up the tweet, but uh, a friend of mine retweeted, post about the episode and was like you know go check this out this is a great stance like and someone commented that I was skirting the lines of the QAnon conspiracy theory without actually copying I guess or admitting to like following the QAnon conspiracy theory and then was like they took the shirt down and basically it was like you're conspiracy theorist. Get over it. They took the shirt down. That's the way that I took it. That's kind of the way it's worded too. Without the get over it, it was like the shirt was tasteless. They removed it. It's like yeah, I know that. I say that in the episode multiple times. You dipshit. Uh, and but that's not a nice thing to say. So I didn't say that. But um, I, it's just funny. It's like I don't know. It's just it's just so short sighted. It's like everything right now that's happening in politics applies to everything ever. And only in this time period, taking advantage of children isn't an ancient thing by any means, right? So, yeah, no, it's only having to do with QAnon conspiracies, uh, which I don't know a lot about QAnon. I've just always heard it in reference to, well, I, I thought it was just like a Donald Trump support. I know it's always got conspiracy theory added to it, I don't know what the conspiracy theory is. I just know it's like a pro-Donald Trump thing, but that's all I know about it. And so, I mean, if... But if they're anti-child exploitation, I mean, I agree with him on that. Why would you not? (laughs) Like, again, that was what I said in my comment. Like, how do you react negatively to someone speaking out against child exploitation? And so far, no response, but whatever. I don't want to argue with the person. Uh, It's just kind of like... What are you doing? Like, what are you trying to say this is a conspiracy theory that like trafficking happens? I don't you're not going to make me feel bad. Like, I'm an idiot for speaking out against this shit. Like, I don't even know who this person is that said that. It's just like skirting the lines. You're trying to make it a political thing again. And it's just like these days, it just seems like everything gets tied back to the current president. And I'm just like, guys, the world didn't start on january 17th 2017 like what the fuck are you guys thinking (laughs) you know like do you need to get hit in the head with a frying pan for a second and readjust like what is going on anyway it's larger things than what the news is telling you people there's a bigger world out there and you can enjoy it but there's also some things you need to push back against and even if somebody calls you a conspiracy theorist uh, sometimes you kind of, guess, just got to wear that with pride because I'm not backing down from that stance. Child exploitation is unacceptable. Human trafficking is unacceptable and it's happening and uh, doesn't seem to get a lot of, lot of airtime when it comes to uh, media, corporate media especially, and social media. Uh, because when you talk about it, someone calls you a QAnon Trumper or whatever. Uh, and I'm like, nope, doesn't fit the description, but I'm still against child trafficking. So if they're against child trafficking too, again, that's something, That's there's some common ground we have there, folks. Fuck me, right? I'm such an asshole. Uh, no, but anyway, I just, it was funny, the response. I was just like, that's sad. This person's outlook is so sad that everything has to be tied back to whatever the t- TV is telling this person they have to blame, which is the president of course for everything and it's always been that way just you know probably always will be and it's sad but that's why i don't watch fucking tv i don't watch the news uh uh you know so it is what it is not here to talk about that just a little update interesting but um i'm very excited to talk to joey about razor blades and we have a great conversation. There's a lot to dig into and it's a, a good big old long episode, which is my favorite thing. Uh, and I love having these deep in-depth conversations and I hope you enjoy it too. So thank you all for being here. Uh, like I've been doing usually, i probably not going to do an outro. Uh, so this is it again. If you want to get in touch with me on social media, it is hor- at horror comics pod on Twitter. Uh, feel free to message, follow comment, whatever you want to do. Uh, and I appreciate all of you listening. We're, we're rolling uh we're rolling I just wanted to pull rolling. up and uh and see because uh, I didn't I'm a bad host and I did not go do any research uh on this book so uh what do you know about it while well, I pull up some links here
1: all right so well razor blades is uh ba- from james T- James Tinyan. the what is he the fourth at this <laughs> point who knows yeah <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, James Tiny the Fourth. So basically, so this is like a comic anthology that he 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 went during the beginning of the whole COVID-19 thing. He was just at home. And, um, and he was just really getting, he's always been like a horror comic guy, apparently. And so he was just kind of chomping at the bit to kind of just expand and, and, you know, read more horror comics during COVID-19, try to, try to make the best of it basically. Right. And so he got this one horror, horror anthology called Taboo from the 1980s. And it, even though, I guess at the end of the thing, like the, the writer for Taboo, um, I,
0: I can't I think Steve Bassett was the one that started. I don't know if he was the writer, but he started it.
1: You know, yeah, he's. A, but even at some point, they said like just don't do what we're doing right now. Like they even said like it just like they even said that um, you know the the drawbacks of doing a horror anthology and stuff like that. You shouldn't for yeah. whatever reason. I don't even know why you shouldn't do it. He was inspired to do it, so he came up with this idea of like this quarterly, like basically horror magazine. on the the quarter and basically you pay what you want like pay whatever you feel you need to pay to to read this thing and then you know he got a bunch of writers and artists on board it's all black and white and there's even like a short story it's actually not really short but Mm. you know there's even a short written story in here Uh instead of instead of a comic and stuff so it's kind of a thing that's kind of they they know it's going to go at least a year so we're talking at least four issues um, and then who knows if it does well, then it could go beyond that. And, you know, they obviously hope it goes beyond that. I do. Cause I think that'd be really cool just to have a kind of a horror magazine that just comes out every quarter. But that was his in- inspiration where he was just sitting around, you know, and just kind of just wanted to explore more horror. And he, go- he was inspired to create more yeah, and-, and be a part of creating more and just be a- actually a publisher that is letting all these writers and artists create more which is a great idea yeah especially for just whatever you can afford because not everybody can afford everything say right. it's like 8.99 not everybody can afford that
0: correct What yep. if you
1: can only afford 1.99 yeah if, if you can afford more then and then do more if you appreciate the art or you know like do what you can especially during a pan- pandemic it yeah. makes perfect sense oh yeah perfect sense it's a great idea And also a great comic. I loved all of this. Yeah.
0: I, 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 a lot of it, and we'll obviously get into a lot of it, uh, a lot of it left me kind of scratching my head. So I was wondering, I was like, is some of this going to be like continued or is that just it? Like, you know, I was kind of like, well, I don't really know what I'm some of it, but as a whole, like, um, experience, I I definitely enjoyed it. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to read through this whole article he pretty much sums it up in like the the little uh blurb that he wrote in the beginning so uh
1: that was after the first story though right
0: uh yep yeah that's the the sharp thoughts um so how do we want to get into this man um i'm trying to zoom in on the damn thing for some reason it's so small we do have um this this book was actually donated or or Purchased in our name and then given to us by Jim from Weird Science. Mm-hmm. It was very kind, very generous of them to do that. And I uh, really appreciate that. So big shout out to Jim at Weird Science DC he Comics, did. Weird Science Marvel.
1: Award winning. Award winning. Official,
0: okay. unofficial. Or what is he mm-hmm. saying? Uh, but um, yeah, so that was awesome, man. And I, again, I hadn't heard of it when he sent it to me. I was like, what is this? And I like, oh, neither. okay. Uh, so cool. Yeah, he was like, he he was like,
1: I got you, I got you this for the you guys. I'm like, what the hell? Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh
0: shit, this is awesome. Yeah, I, yeah it was I really mean, cool. I hope this does go to physical though one day because I'm like, I just you know, it just it looks like it should. I'm like, if I saw this on the shelf, I would snatch it up. You know,
1: black and white newsprint. It would be amazing. Yeah, that'd, for sure, man.
0: Awesome. Uh, so our. Obviously, this is issue one of the Quarterly Magazine, and the credits here, I guess so we could just go ahead and go through the credits. It's uh, The first story is called The Washing Machine by James uh, Tynion IV and Andy uh, Belang- Belanger and letter Aha, Belanger. Belanger. oh get rid of that uh, r it's Belanger. it's Belanger. Yeah. i'm a hockey fan it's
1: Belanger. nice i'm a Bruin. i'm a bruins fan i know Belanger when i see it
0: i got you <laughs> uh so it's lettered uh, lettered by sergey lapointe uh or is that lapointe day i'm kidding no it's <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> then we have local heroes the second story by marguerite uh benet huh it's a <laughs> or is it Bennett is it just what it sounds yeah, like yeah it's Bennett there's two t's come on oh, come on. on I don't know anything I the, went to this a non Pentecostal private school this, Why would where, I know where there are De La Dera. I don't know what that was. Oh,
1: Werther or De La Dera. I like Werther candies though. I might be showing my age. I like those it's too. The only
0: my grandpa uh, always had those, and those were always my favorite. Those little strawberry wrapped <laughs> things that just like look, look like a strawberry in the wrapper. Oh god, those <laughs> those are, are good. You know,
1: I get, I you know, the speaking like, well, not even speaking, but you know, with my my new uh, podcast coming up with the you know the wine podcast slash comic podcast, yeah. though I get a lot. On, on some some wines with with the goo that was inside of those yeah, the, yeah. like that gooiness that was inside that strawberry goo Oh yeah man, I don't the, even the know what smell, that was I just, oh man I I, I I actually looked it up once for the actual term for what that was and I forgot what it is but there's that actual term for that kind of strawberry goo that's in the middle of that hard candy. Oh man it's so good interesting i love those
0: things uh yeah them. no i mean i haven't had them in years though uh so yeah okay so then that was colored by emilio uh late son of a bitch le- le- is it leche <laughs> Leche. Le- us le- just fucking le- with us now Emilio this- leche leche okay that's i, I was yeah. close uh then lettered by hassan Atsmain, El. i i'm are you El- no offense to this fine individual but i it's like the book is changing as we're talking be like oh wait let's, let's see them put, let's see them say this one hey chris try to say this uh, it's, oh, like it's gonna
1: it's gonna start turning into like the um the uh what what it was the uh the uh, freaking the dive or whatever it is right
0: Is the comic <laughs> with the numbers yeah i was gonna say it yeah yeah or it's like it's just the like plunge ma- the plunge numbers it's like real time mandela affecting like <laughs> changing uh okay then we have mid-season slump short story by danny lore and illustration by aaron campbell you have excerpt from sleep stories by michael walsh the weaver by nick robles dead uh dead means dead by steve fox and michael uh dayalinas lettered by uh our friend hassan from earlier and i won't butcher your last name there hassan so um
1: sorry hassan yeah
0: yeah you're you're great man you're great but i just i can't speak so uh she's got it is the next story by lonnie nadler and jenny cha lettered by hassan this guy's busy uh king of feet or i say guy i don't know the gender of this person hassan is busy um dude like oh man who's the who's the guy that does all the lettering for dc what the, the hell
1: is his name uh, there's
0: a few of them but uh, yeah um he's like rob lee is, is one. the one that i think rob that, lee yeah.
1: man this guy is after rob lee's job you better watch your ass rob
0: yeah and, and then this uh, after your job Tom napolitano i think is napolitano napolitano yep, whatever yep. he's the one that that's mm-hmm. also in all this stuff uh so we have King of Fevers by Francine B and Witness the Absurd. That's an interesting name. Is that a Christian hmm, name? Yeah. What is that? Is that, <laughs> is that Polish? What is absurd. that? Where are you from? Damn. Uh, so uh Killboy in Coming Soon by it's it's an ad for Killboy, I think, right?
1: Yes, it is. That yeah, way? okay.
0: I didn't yeah. take it. I didn't even see this in the credits that it was treating it like it was his own story. But hey, there you go. But that's going to be, I guess, a story by James Tiny the Fourth and Ricardo Lopez Ortiz, led by Hassan. Uh, then we've got through the Black Mirror. It's a con- it's a conversation with between uh, James Tiny the Fourth and uh, Scott Snyder, and got nothing to get hung about. Uh, Brian, Le- oh, nice reference there uh, about Brian Level. Uh, Anatomy of the Rut by Sam Johns and Danny. Baby Blue by Trung. Win. Uh, I pronounced this Win because we had clients in our old office that had spelled their Vietnamese. They spelled their last name like this, and they pronounced it Win. So you, that is one of the
1: most popular last names in the entire world.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah, it's Win. Yeah. yeah. It's, so it's, you
1: would never expect that if you actually just read it and you didn't know that. Yeah, because so yeah, I remember
0: when I first started working there, I was like, "It's uh, you know, such and such." and they were like no no it's yeah. when and i was like how the fuck is it when but anyway it is but uh, and popper, Robert, yeah. Yeah. uh so uh the next one uh the i guess the final one is a uh, dream of time by ram v and john pearson lettered by uh aditya bidikar bidikar i don't know how you're supposed to put the inflection aditya on bidikar. Yeah. Uh, but that's awesome there it's a very diverse a creative team there i think that's cool like just as a full book uh that's awesome yeah uh, it was even
1: designed we have a designer the entire thing was designed by dylan
0: todd oh yeah okay cool that's right because has a lot of like just like background sort of uh tone tonal kind of uh coloring and like distressing keeping kids cons-
1: yeah, yeah keeping consistent with the design and everything which oh, yeah. they did i mean because they they kind of do i mean the, the art The art is so different and all that, but it really does kind of, it really does flow. Even when you go from, from, you know, from a, you know, a comic to the story or to just a a one page art piece, you know, it really does come together really well. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I agree. Um, So, okay. So the first story is the wash machine and start off at an old kind of rundown motel. um, And this truck pulls up, guy gets out of it who seems drunk or inebriated in some mm. intoxicated in some kind of a way. And he's like, where the fuck? Okay. And he's just like, you know, he's got the little bubbles around his head doing usually indicates being drunk. Um, yep. Yeah. He's hiccuping and stuff. So he's about, to enter i guess his room even though he's acting like he doesn't know where he's at so he's about to enter his room we have young man and this elderly woman uh who's uh, messing around with this washing machine that's like super loud you know like an old washing machine is yeah and she's like you know i'm sorry it won't stop going and i can't reach the bottom uh uh whatever her her brooch i was is it brooch brooch. or bro i was going brooch. It's brooch. it's reading it keeps throwing me off but I've
1: heard this sound a lot with the clack clack clack, especially uh-huh. being somebody that has worked in a liquor store for so long, <laughs> and yeah, I've, been, I've worked for a liquor store for sixteen years now. Wow. You know, and have most of it as as a wine expert and everything. But you you need one of those, like you, you need a box cutter. Yeah, you always need a box cutter in pocket. Sometimes you forget to take it out of your pocket. And when you throw it in the washer machine and then it escapes out of your pocket, it does that clack, 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 and you go, crap. And you need to rush to grab it because you don't want it to open up and then slice your clothes because it will literally slice your clothes open. In the washer machine. So I'm reading this and I'm like hearing that with the washer machine going the clack, clack, clack. I'm like, no, 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 no. But like, who knows what her brooch looks like? Cause it's just like probably this big medallion that hangs from her neck. That's probably like sharp and all that. Yeah. You know? and, or who knows what it even means to her, you know, cause yeah. it's a brooch. It could be from like a family emblem or something, you know, and oh, she's yeah. just desperately trying to get it out. And this dude's just like super drunk. Yeah. And she, like at first she looks mean and then she's super kind and she can, can you help me?
0: Yeah. And well, and there's also a random picture of James Franco there for a second. And then she says, yes. can you help me No, Uh, but then he's like, uh, okay. So then everything goes black and he wakes up and I, he's yeah. super buff. Yeah. He's like, standing outside the hotel room. So I don't know if it's saying like, I guess he woke up. Yeah, the next thing he remembers is still being outside. Um,
1: uh do I don't know because you can see like a fridge. You can see cabinets. Is
0: his door open, but he woke up outside? That's what it looks like. Yeah. So uh, that's what I was like, as he, you know, is he was waking up, like, like, it almost looks like he could be in front of a door. But anyway, whatever. He's outside of his room. Uh, and he's like, I don't remember what happened last night. Um, he's super hungover and I he's if like, I it,
1: dreamed the whole thing. He thought he might have dreamed it.
0: Yeah. yeah. He doesn't remember what ended up happening with the washing machine. So he wa- he walks over to it and it's running and uh, he opens it up and he's horrified by what he sees. And we don't really see what it is, uh, but there's a lot of what's well, not red because it's black and white, but you know, what seems to be blood splattering. And uh, he freaks out. and He's like running. He runs back to his room. He's like, what happened? Like, did I do this kind of thing? So he like
1: well you know he throws he first of all he like slams the door down yeah he he slams the thing down he stay takes a step back and then he's like all right i need to kill some time and collect my thoughts so he actually like opens back up and he throws more soap in there and he puts another coin in and then he goes back to his apartment to take a shower and collect his thoughts and then then he's like what the hell and then he's like all right well, maybe another thirty minutes. So then he does it again. Yeah, <laughs> like he keeps washing this woman's body parts in this into <laughs> this wash machine over and over again. And he he kind of he alludes to like maybe I'm in hell. Yeah, maybe I'm just like maybe I died and maybe I'm in hell and I'm doomed to repeat this. And he keep he actually thinks that like this was like what if my life is over if if I could. All right, so say I leave now. I'm I'm here. I'm supposed to be here. The guy at the front desk knows I'm supposed to be here. He has my credit card, and I'm supposed to be here for another week. If I leave now, then he knows that it was me. And, you know, so he's he's just going over the situations and all that. And what if I'm in hell and everything just keeps looping around? So he decides to just keep doing it over and over again, and he's sitting there. He finally just sits down, and he starts thinking, like, how he just ruined his life. Like this one moment just ruined his life. He doesn't even know what happened. He doesn't even know what to do. And I love it because he just like, he keeps doing it and it actually shows him, it shows like pages and you have like four panels of him doing exactly what he just did of Mm -hmm. him opening it up, being shocked of what he sees throwing coins in and doing it again and then it just gets smaller and smaller which each within each panel and then smaller and smaller again until it's like these tiny little things, these tiny little images of mm-hmm. him repeating over and over again like like he's in hell like he's yeah. Prometheus like he's Prometheus pulling up the rock up yeah. the hill each and you know every day like it's just over and over again so maybe yeah maybe he is in hell
0: <laughs> you know yeah I have I have a theory. And it didn't really okay. come to me just now, um, but I'll wait till we're done. So okay. basically he's like, this is it. You know, if I, if the machine, you know, stops, then, you know, I, it's, this is where hell like really, you know, this is where it all ends kind of thing. So it, that's kind of the place he's at. And we just saw that hat going on. So mm-hmm. then uh, the machine is dinging and he's just kind of sitting on the ground and this other guy, kind Of walks up, uh, I get, and it, I guess it might be the uh, that might be Probably the guy at the front desk, but yeah. either way, it doesn't say he's just, That's you know, an older man wearing a uh, a big coat and like a cowboy hat. And he's like, You're gonna get that? Other folks might want to use the machines, and he's like, mm, yeah. I don't think so. So the guy's like, Oh my god, do you smell that? And he's like, Oh, not for a while now, not since the third or fourth wash. He's like, So he opens it, and he's like, What the fuck did you put in there? Then you see inside oh. it, and it's just a swirl of like clothes and like a smashed up face but her face
1: like, yeah like it's just her skin from her face with the eye <laughs> oh. yeah
0: and then like a foot sticking out and a bone and like a and like a, the hand anyway it's just a swirl of just disgusting yeah you know.
1: blouse with the flowers on it yep yeah it's, yeah
0: and uh then he's like, she was looking for a brooch, and then he dunks the guy's head in and, like, you know, shoves his body in and closes it and keeps it going. Uh, and then you just zoom out from the motel, and uh, that's the washing machine. So, it's a very
1: powerful wa- washing machine.
0: Yeah, machine clearly, to is that of
1: him to shove a body in there that's struggling? And yeah, now we got a second <laughs> body
0: in there. We're like wearing a lot of leather. They don't.
1: They don't make things like they used to, man. That yeah, they thing don't. must have been from, like, the 70s because those things go gone yeah. forever. Where,
0: where the center column, like, the, the mixer thing is actually oh. – this is made out of uh, razor, like, actual, like, yeah. steel blades, apparently. So,
1: <laughs> I, I was born in 1980, and by then they still had, like, you know, the the – the, the harmful cribs with the lead and everything. Oh, and, yeah. You, you know, like they, you know, they, they all, they, I have a Tonka truck from when I was a kid that was like pure, just like steel. You could slice an RD open <laughs> right away. Like your RD would be sliced right away. Nowadays, yeah. Tonka trucks are just like, cheap plastic yeah for safety reasons yeah so this must be one of those like really good <laughs> really good washer machines uh, from back in the day yeah. they don't make them like they used to they don't they don't because
0: <laughs> i used to have i could play like you know play doctor kit or whatever uh and you know it's got the little plastic little case and everything but if you open it up it's got a real scalpel and an IV of arsenic that you plug right into your arm nice. it's fucking crazy <laughs> the kids nuts. play with this shit uh, but anyway uh, it, okay so this uh yeah I, I mean I think that like I was kind of wondering because yeah he does talk about like is this hell Um that's kind of what I'm thinking because it's like he shows up and he's all fucked up. It makes me wonder, it was like, I don't know, did he, did him, does him arriving actually signal his death? And then this woman is like, she says, okay, so here's what she says. She says, I'm sorry, it won't stop going, and I can't reach the bottom. So she says it won't stop going. Whenever he looks at her, when she says, can you help me, she's actually crying. She's got tears mm-hmm. in both of her eyes. And... um. She's pleading I, for help
1: then. She's like, can you just help me?
0: Yeah. And yeah. with the crying thing, I'm like, okay, so what's going on? It won't stop. Why does he have to keep putting money in? Um blacks out. So is there some kind of like exchange that happened to where it's like she's able to die and be move on? Like this is some kind of a – maybe not hell, but like a purgatory where – which basically would be hell if this <clears throat> was the situation, but then it's his job to keep the thing going because he's terrified and he doesn't know what's going on. Uh, right. And I, I don't know, cause you didn't see whatever happened before, but he did dunk this older guy. So d- does it then maybe switch? Is that, I don't know. I can't really make heads or tails of like, it's a theory, but it's loose. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. So <laughs> like, you know, I'm just trying to make some kind of meaning out of it, like of like some kind of exchange. I don't know, because like, what would she? Maybe she like tricked him into putting her in there so she could pass on, and then he's no, just stuck know, with the job.
1: Well, no, hold on a second, because no, because I I totally get what you're saying though, because maybe he was supposed to be like, uh, "Can you help me?" But he wasn't. But
0: he didn't. Yeah.
1: He did, you know, cause he, maybe she did the same thing that he did.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh man. Yeah. yeah. Cause he's, you know, he's like looking at it and, but maybe he's just got different tendencies, you know, than than she did where maybe she's been doing this forever. Like he has, yeah. maybe it's just the endless cycle and she's just finally like just fricking end it. Please help me. And then he did. And maybe he's now starting that journey of just endless cycle of this whole fricking right. thing. Um, and then eventually he's going to ask for help and then push be pushed in himself. He's not there yet. Yeah. No, I, that's actually, yeah.
0: But and <laughs> this, let oh. me just look at one more thing real quick. So let me zoom in because the hotel it's like boarded up. So it doesn't even look like it's in oh, no. business yeah. anymore. Other than like ex- the room behind him when the door is open, it's like, okay, well that looks like a, you know, a, a serviceable room. Um, and there's but, a lot
1: of hotels like that, though yeah oh I know <laughs> and trust me, uh,
0: and all my years of traveling that's I'm like, is this place operating? um <laughs> there was a skeleton at their front desk. I don't know what the fuck is no um let's see uh, yeah that that's my take i mean, what are you what were your kind of thoughts like
1: it i didn't i you know i I liked it just because of the the whole thing where i I really liked where um it kind of it went deep into the repetitive thing where he just mm-hmm. kept, he opened it up and it was the same horror and just re- kept going. And he did it so many times and all that. And then, but I mean, you keep doing that, that body's going to be broken down far more than that. I mean, you're talking about just like a soup. So you guys talking about something else that's going on here. Um, and, uh, but you no, know, I I like that idea that that um maybe she was has been doing this for a long time, far longer than he has, you know, and that uh, she finally just found somebody that could do that to her, and maybe eventually he's gonna be doing this long enough where he's gonna ask for help and get shoved in himself, right? <laughs> you know, right. and the, yeah, no, I I like right. that idea. It, it's, it's really, it's a really weird story, yeah. but I really like it though.
0: Yeah. Think about this. Know. Think about this. Um, okay. So it's, it's the, the three characters in, in this story are one like younger, like fit dude and two elderly mm. people. The yep. two el- elderly people are the ones that get thrown in there. So I'm wondering if like, maybe she did it. Obviously we're not going to know. It's it's all speculation, but like maybe she did try to like attack him you know like relentlessly know. so that so that he would shove her in to end her thing except you know an an elderly guy happened to come along this time and he's like i gotta throw him in and like you said before he's he's just misunderstanding what he's supposed to do yeah. uh, and we'll find out later because like you said beginning of his journey um but he's like he's like ah, she's like can you help me and he's like Ugh, okay
1: and then you just have the you know he's he he walks over to her, and you have a, a panel where he's just gone. You hear the clack, clack, and then it's black. Mm-hmm. After that, went black, clack, clack, and clack, clack, and that's all you see. You have no the no idea what the hell happened.
0: Yeah, yeah, and also, what's in that dryer? Because there is some weird stuff running oh. out of there too, <laughs> out of the bottom <laughs> so of that I mean, door.
1: Now you got to move her out of, into the dryer, and yeah, you know, he's in the the washer. You got to separate everything and. Uh,
0: God, such a pain in the ass. God make sure that you don't mix it's up folded. the colors.
1: There's certain, well, there's certain things that need to be folded right away, or else they wrinkle. Are things uh. you don't have to fold right away? <laughs> uh, it's such a pain in the ass. Is mean, this permanent work. press or yeah, uh, man? Like cockies, man, cocky pants. You got to fold them right away. Or even <laughs> like you know my work shirts. You got to fold them right away. But there's other things like you know t-shirts or certain kind of fabrics. You know, you can wait on man. Just let them sit there until I can get to it. But Jesus hang dry. Just Uh, don't throw, don't throw my work shirts on the bottom of the thing and then throw everything else on top of it. Or else I need to dry it again. God.
0: (laughs) The the next thing is (laughs) sharp thoughts. And that's the, that's the, like him, you know, giving the, uh, you know, this is how, you know, the story, the idea of putting this book together, um, Happened, so uh, it's you know the summary, and it's, it's basically what you were saying, yeah. Um, and I had read that. I'm more like what I was trying to look up was like, okay, what was the? When did all this start? What was the date, like release date or website or whatever? But I'd still have to look that up. So um, <clears throat> it was in June. Okay, it was yeah. It, so the original release date was in June. Um, but
1: he came up with the idea early within the the uh, wait no it's yeah so so. Yeah, the original release date was 726, 2020. so okay. July twenty six. So not that far off. Yeah, um, sure. but uh, you know, it was during during the whole real like legit like lockdown when everything was locked down. That except for freaking my job, um, yeah, <laughs> you know, everything was in legit lockdown. Um, where he he decided to to do this whole thing, and uh, you know, just kind of. Take advantage of the time that he had at home to read different comics. And then he came up with the idea to just do his own, have his own uh, periodical f- for Heart Comics, which is a great idea. Yeah. Such a good niche.
0: You know? Yeah, I think so. And like, try not to like make it simply a nostalgic thing, but you know, mm-hmm. like I was saying, like, like uh, an original thing. Like, don't send me some tales from the, Keeper type of story uh which i love obviously yeah. but um he just wanted to do something completely different and uh let's see the next story it doesn't i don't what is the what was this name of it again i don't remember i mean obviously went through a lot of different titles but uh this is it, local it is, heroes, yeah, local um, heroes yep. so this one is like in the park and you've got like uh, oh it does say that it's it's the like the radio almost like kind of zipping on like local heroes and you have like news clippings in washington park and 84
1: degrees this afternoon
0: yep and it's a guy like sitting on the park bench he's got like the stroller um i mean come on that's just way too far away from you uh but still and there's like a a woman sitting next to him wearing like a black uh covering like a shirt and a purple dress so he's like um waiting on his wife who's walking the dog. He's like texting and uh, kind of looks up and all of a sudden the stroller has gone. And so is the woman.
1: Hold on, so he hold starts- on, man. Uh, he's he's like you know sitting there. He's like I was watching our eighteen month old. My wife was walking the dog. It was Saturday oh, yeah. in yeah. the park. <laughs> right. I think it was the fourth of July. Like <laughs> it's like because like, he he's, like, he's, like, bite, he's <laughs> like I was watching my my eighteen year old my eighteen month old. My wife was walking the dog. It was Saturday in the park. And literally, like when I read that line, Chicago just hit my mind and i was just like saturday in the park i think it was the fourth and literally like the entire time i read this i had that song in my head the entire time it was like how yeah. oh, am i supposed to think of horror yeah. or anything scary with chicago yeah. in my head come on guys what the hell man you literally you did that on gone. purpose <laughs> yeah. Look at the way that's done you did that on
0: purpose yeah you what bastards the and <laughs> then a bastard? baby was gone <laughs> <laughs> exclamation point stop no so he like no he like he spots the lady in the crib uh or not the crib the stroller and she's you know whatever walking away with it and so he runs after he's like stop try he like tries to jerk it away he's like that's my son so she starts screaming for help he's like help help so all the bystanders start looking and the guy's like he's mine she's like don't touch my son what are you doing please someone and she said they're like hey you crazy so they jump on the guy the distinction here is that the guy is um i mean i, I'm, I guess just uh, he's a white guy from what i can tell i super could white maybe dude. yeah yeah yeah
1: blonde um, super white yep yep
0: the baby, the baby um,
1: darker skinned yeah yes the most black yeah. yeah
0: yeah and so but so like that's a big focal point of that panel so these other you know do-gooders which you know it's like you can't blame them but you don't just beat the shit out of somebody because that's what they do
1: yeah, uh they the you shit know out you maybe really yeah. like, pull beside
0: yeah, and I restrained them. But anyway, they're like, get him, you know, fucking baby snatcher. And they're like, where's your wife, buddy? Huh? Uh, you know? So uh, I mean, do you know, you think it's, things- it's,
1: do you think it's one of those things where I always believe the woman kind of thing? Like the, the whole, um, you know, me too thing where you always believe the woman. Do you think it might be a statement about that? Or.
0: Uh, I mean, that, I definitely I mean, kind of got tunchy. overtones of that, of like, maybe everything isn't always what you, like, want to get excited about. And I don't mean that in a necessarily positive or negative way, but just what's going to get you up in arms. Like, maybe it's not exactly what you think it is. You're misunderstanding the situation. And yeah, because I mean, they are, they I mean, beating if you the hell out of them, they're calling him like a child molester and a pedophile, and they're just stomping this dude out. If you and, saw
1: that, if you saw, I mean, if you saw that in a park where you saw like this woman with a stroller going through a park and there was a dude was just yelling and screaming and going after this baby and try to yank this baby, what would you do?
0: I mean, <laughs> my, like, natural inclina- inclination is, like, I- I'm a pretty non-confrontational person. Like, I- I'm not, like, a uh, buck up to people. I- I've never been in really a fight in my life. So it's one of those things of, like, I, I would more, so I-, I, would, I would jump in, but I would just be like, I- what is going yeah, on here? Like, what there. the yeah, hell happened? Kind of if it was, like, aggressiveness, kind of- I would definitely... I would, you know, I'd probably do the same thing. I would like try to restrain the guy and be like, what's going on here? But not just Mm -hmm. like stomping it. But anyway, uh, but I don't doubt that this would happen in real life anyway, but Mm -hmm. they're like, uh, all right, uh, chill. The cops are here. He's still saying, you know, my son, the cops get on this guy, they're handcuffing him. They're like, quit resisting. Well, here comes the wife. And, uh, and she is black and she's running up. She's like, stop. What are you doing? And they're like, what, who is that? What is she doing? Uh, she's like, that's my husband. Where's our baby? And they're like, Uh oh, oh no, because the woman was walking away. So now yeah. you've even got the, even
1: the, the cop is like, Oh oh yeah. no. <laughs> it's like yeah. yeah, even the cop is like, oh shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so you see the the stroller turned over and the lady kind of walking into the woods and he's like it's like a written thing, but it's his narration, the dad, and he's like, I saw her with my son, uh I saw what she became and like the last splash page is like this which demon thing holding the baby upside down by the leg uh How do you, not
1: even And the news the leg.
0: headline that says local heroes prevented a kidnapping today like yeah. They didn't even report the actual story. What happened? Which, goddamn, how accurate is that? Like, yeah. <laughs> just well, what's the thing that's going to sell the newspaper? You know? Uh, can you can you imagine that though? Like, like giving
1: everything that you got, every single thing that you got to sa- try to save your kid, and you get the shit kicked out of you. Yeah. Like everybody around you is just beating the shit out of you. There is literally nothing you can do. Everything, every fiber of your being is trying to save your child, and you can't. Because you're getting the shit kicked out of you. And, and then look at her hands. That's not even her full hand. That's like nails. Yeah. Like she's got like – I don't even know what her fingers are. Yeah. And the, she's that just thumb crazy is massive. fucked up in her face. Oh, man. Yeah. I don't even know what going, what's going on with her hands. She yeah. doesn't have fingers. That's like nails that curl up back. Yeah. Like back away from her palm to like grab her leg. And then yeah. that – huge forehead with no arms and like the pink teeth and everything that huge hair that covers everything oh
0: yeah it's creepy it's a weird monster man i uh i would go hunt that thing down and with some stakes and (laughs) silver bullets or something uh because yeah no um so yeah that one's pretty uh that one was pretty crazy i was like Mm -hmm. oh god that's not a that's definitely a horror story for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. But, <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, art wise and kind of the progression of and stuff. I really enjoyed it, man.
1: Yeah, it was, yeah, it was. And especially at the end where it was like "Oh crap, he was right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Where you,
1: you realize that this guy wasn't, wasn't, uh, he, he wasn't pretending <laughs> it wasn't a hallucination or anything. I kind of, yeah. like that. you know, it's, it was, uh, you know, he was sitting there with his kid and then, um, you know, his wife just kind of wandered off. And then she, you know, once she showed up, it was, like, oh, crap. He's telling the truth. And by then it was too late.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, yep. I mean, crazy. Uh, but again, well done. I think that was uh, uh, Marguerite Benet and uh, and crew. I don't remember the first names, but yeah, that was the one that she wrote there. So the... I'm guessing this next like splash page illustration. Now I'm going to be honest with you and I'll let you break it down if you want to. This mm-hmm. mid season slump story. I did not read it. Oh. Uh, okay. This is the prose story. <laughs> if you want to give a summary. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, so does this illustration, this picture, does that, that comes before it? Does that have to do with it? Yes. Okay. So that the illustration comes beforehand
1: it's by Aaron Campbell. And then the story is written by uh, Danny Lore. So it's I don't I don't really I don't want to get too much into it I don't want to get to a certain point I want to cut it off at a certain point okay because it, it is a seven page story so I I and it was one of the things like you didn't read it I didn't read it at first mm-hmm. um, because it's like oh crap like and I got to read now <laughs> it's like like it's there's no drawing is like I want art and like yeah. a story and stuff like that it's but it's like it's a short story yeah it's really freaking good dude it is awesome it's super crazy
0: i want to read it and it i didn't read it because i didn't you know i didn't it was more of like i was having to reread everything and i was like okay i'm gonna read the interview and i'm gonna read the Mm -hmm. short story and all the like matter that's that's not uh comic related it's just written word um and i just i just didn't i had my kid all day and then it was like as soon as he went to bed i'm up here to record but like um Absolute, it is, like it, but it's also kind of jarring. It, it's also kind of jarring real quick. Like like you said, it's seven pages of story, which doesn't sound like a lot. And I guess really it isn't. But, like, when you're in the mind frame and the pacing of comic book and then you cut to seven pages of prose, it it feels like a lot. Yeah. Uh, which might sound silly to some people, and that's fine. I don't care. But, like, that's, for me, my thing. I was like, oh, okay. Like, this is something I'm going to have to come back and actually, like, you know sit with and like make myself sort of you know get it and i still want to so
1: yeah no no i get it yeah because i mean it's you get like obviously time constraints you got a certain amount of time to sit down and read stuff and everything and then all of a sudden you're hit with seven pages of a you know basically just all writing yeah you know just full writing and um so like i said i i'll kind of i'll bring it to kind of like a certain point and I gotta cut it off. Uh, that sounds just good. Because it's worth it. Because cool. after after that certain point, it really is worth it to sit down and read it. Um so basically it's it's about this man, he his name is Jamal, and he is the host of a TV show that is kinda it's almost like a cross between um Ghost Hunters and uh was it uh Jonathan Edwards? I don't know if you remember Jonathan Edwards.
0: Was he the one where, that like had the like the live audience, quote unquote, and yeah, he would do like reading? Yeah. Uh, like,
1: yeah, he'd be like, "I could have a letter." He's a I, Z- the Z- letter Z- H. Z- oh, Howard, that was my grandfather, right? Yeah. So he it's kind of cross between the two of those. So he he actually has this thing. He actually has this ability to to kind of feel the supernatural you know, the extraordinary kind of thing. So he kind of has that ability. Um, but in the beginning of this TV show that he has, it was actually meant for good. Like he even says, the point and origin of this show was protecting viewers from scams, not being one. So, mm. and, and that is actually the way that a lot of these shows started off. If you watch the beginning, because I actually watched Ghost Hunters when it first started off. You know, the first few seasons and the whole point of those kind of shows is kind of like, listen, you're safe in your home. There is nobody here. There's no ghost. Like, it's, you know, you're safe. Like,
0: yep. Which one was Ghost Hunters? Was that the one where the guy was like, hey, bro, why don't you come out and fucking haunt me? Get no, out of here. No, 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 like the one no. where the guy was just a douche, like, no, no, were like, fucking like, like. No offense to anybody that wears affliction, but he always wore these super tight affliction shirts with like tribal shit all over them. Like, no, no,
1: no, no, no. Ghost what? Hunters, I think Ghost Hunters was on sci fi. It was the bald guy. Um, yeah. You know, okay. He was the archer. He lost a lot of weight. And there was the thin guy. And then they had all these other, car- you know, these other I you that know, people one. in that. So, like, it, originally it was really about like helping people. And it, yeah and it was really about like saying i know you feel like you know that your your house is hot and stuff you're safe you know and and, and the way it, it presents itself is really that way it actually shows the way these shows work you know like I said the point of the original show was protecting viewers from scams not being one and now he finds himself being the host of a show that is a scam, which is what Ghost Hunters and those shows turned out to be. Uh, because boy. now, yeah, it's because, like, because all of a sudden it's like, oh my god, the window opened make- and then it closed again, and uh, yeah. and everybody's freaking out, and they all yeah. became acting. And so, they get
0: a, they get to a point where you run out of the genuine stuff, and you have to now create content because you're under contract. Exactly. <laughs> so. And so, yeah,
1: exactly. So even it even has where like the cast and crew and everything, the crew is even saying that, you know, just sell the illusion and all that. And the host, he, even though he has these powers, even though he can actually feel supernatural, he's not feeling it anymore. Every time he goes mm. in, all he's feeling is, is fakers. These people that are just want attention. Yeah. These people that are faking that their house is haunted. Right. So, cause that's yeah. what they want. They want to be on TV and all that. So he's come to understand that the behavior of these people and how they act and all that. So every time he goes in, he's just in there for the money now. Like, you know, Um, he doesn't even care anymore. And even he, he says that the, uh the only he, he, and in the beginning, he goes into this one house, which is an ancient, like not ancient, I'm sorry. Like this Victorian house. So, you know, it's super creepy, from the specific era where everything is really creepy and all that. He says the only reason houses like this one held magic, if they even did was because people gave them energy with their own beliefs and superstitions, which I mean, I mean, Mm. yeah, (laughs) you know, you're bringing your own crap into this place and you're projecting it. So yeah, of course. And even says that, you know, there, there's nothing different from this super creepy house from my grandmother's house in Queens. You know, so he doesn't even feel any of this other stuff within these houses. Like he's now just gone into this super fake world that he, he shouldn't even be in anymore. You know, he's just a host collecting money. Now he feels super guilty about it and everything. And, um, he says, uh, nowadays the same quirks that made people think of haunted houses, compelled skeptics to point out the ways in which human mind play tricks on itself, which is absolutely true. Um, Totally true because, you know, like all these creepy things that we, we think of and that we dream of and we think are happening has done nothing but help us understand the human mind and the yeah. way we think. And that, which we talked about on that Patreon episode, <laughs> you know, like yeah, yeah. It, it, with all that it, and everything that we think about the human brain and and all these things that happen and all the things that we think about and things that creepy out that actually aren't real that we make up and everything. And so that this is the, the where he is, um, where he's in this world that, you know, yeah, he can feel all these things and, but he's in a spot right now where he's not feeling any of that because he's in a totally different world. He's in Hollywood. Yeah. With all this fake shit and nothing is going on. And then he finally meets, he goes into this one Victorian house and he meets this guy who is completely genuine. That isn't faking it. That is just like he's just um he's not over exaggerating. He's not lying. He's not um he's not just being, you know, acting for the camera and all that. And it's, it's just one chill dude that's just sitting here there just telling him what's going on. And then the guy even tries to fist his name, the, the, the main character's name is Jamal. And the guy just tries to fist bump Jamal and Jamal's like, what are you doing, man? Don't you know, this is an act like I'm not here for you. I'm here for, for the cameras. I'm here for, you know, and, and it really just kind of, and, and the guy just kind of takes a step back. and He's like, what are you talking about with the act? I'm not acting Mm. here. You're like, this isn't, this is bullshit. Like this isn't bullshit, man. I'm not acting here. And then it just totally just downward spirals into complete chaos, like complete huh. craziness. Like it is great; it is super awesome. good because you, you know. I mean, we're not even talking like ghosts. We're talking demons and like all this crazy shit. Oh yeah, awesome because you're talking about this guy who's just like, yeah, man, you got, you've got these powers to, to to you know to feel the supernatural and know what's going and all of that, but you've now become a skeptic and all that because of what you're into. And now everything just falling apart in front of you. And it is yeah. completely insane. It's totally worth the read. Awesome. Totally worth it. It is twisted,
0: twisted. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I can't wait to read it. That sounds incredible. So, uh, yeah, I'll definitely get on that. Maybe we can have a little update, a uh, little com- conversation, uh, later That'd on cool. the next yeah, thing that we cool. record. So, um, okay, real quick, before we go to the ne- this next story, let me go, uh, hit the restroom real quick. Sounds like a good idea. We we can jump back on real quick. One sec.
1: Yep.
0: Oh my God. So weird. (laughs) What? (laughs) Uh, I know this is off subject, but like, okay. So like sometime in April, like mid April, uh, we're in shutdown. Like everybody's in quarantine, whatever. And, it's like late one night the kids asleep me and my wife are up uh, you know just having drinks and just chatting and like probably trying to figure out what we want to watch um and like she's like, do you hear that? I'm like what what So we go we sit on our back porch and she's like, and of course so we open the back door and like it's just this droning like this loud, Oh, like, cameo with uh, this actually. Yeah. Did I, did we talk about it on the yeah, show? I yeah, we did. Yeah. Okay. It's like, I mean, anyway, so it's like the loud, for anybody that maybe didn't hear that conversation, it's just like this yep. loud, ominous droning. I don't want to say in the sky, but that's the only way I know how to like describe it. It's just on the horizon, uh, this, on yonder. Yeah. Pretty much. It's as if like a plane is flying over, but it's not coming from far away or leaving. It's just sitting right there almost. It's like that sound. And it's just loud. And like, I was like, I haven't heard that. She's like, I heard it for the first time a couple of nights ago. I was like, ah, it's really weird. So we like, just kind of like listen to how long it happened. I was like, well, it could be a train. So we started thinking like, where's the nearest like train? The nearest train is like pretty far away to be this loud. Like it's far. For a train, Um, really? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I I used to live in a neighborhood that had a train track sort of like behind it a little ways and like, you definitely heard the trains and like, but you heard the clacking of like, but like, it's nothing like that. It's a smooth, like ominous hum, uh, that like is just insanely loud. Uh, so I just, I went to pee and like, I heard it, um, um, like coming just standing by the window in the bathroom. And like, I heard it and it was just going and like, I just, I heard like, a am expecting my wife to text me any second. Um, (laughs) but like a second hum and it almost sounded like a whale or something. You know, like we like in free willy when the whales are talking to each other. It's like a different tone that moves in a weird way. And I was like, what the fuck is going on, man? Like, it is so bizarre. Um, there is only yeah.
1: there is only one thing you can do. You need to grab a, fla- get a flashlight <laughs> and just wander off into the woods by yourself and search for it.
0: That's, That's true. That is the one logical thing to do. And then when we, <laughs> me and my wife get into the woods, we split up. Yes. We'll cover more ground that way. Exactly. Um, so, uh, yeah. I mean, so it's just – it's so weird. I'm, I just – I want to know what it is. And it's like – it's, it's usually like the nights that we hear it. We're like, go outside, like let's look and just see, like if we, we see, like is it some crazy? We have an air force base relatively close, so like maybe it's some crazy bomber they're flying in or something. I don't know, but like uh, it's always like really cloudy or or, or covered, whatever cloud coverage so i haven't actually looked outside tonight i think it's a clear night so the one night i miss it going by no i'm Mm -hmm. kidding uh but it's just it's weird it's just one of those things me and my wife are always like there it is you hear it we like run outside like what's going on uh it's just a fun thing to kind of chase but uh anyway that the second tone kind of bending was the was the new one tonight i was like what the fuck (laughs) oh yeah there she is hang on what'd she say oh jeez he's like so you heard that right (laughs) (laughs)
1: Well, this, you know that well. We, I mean, we yep. we have one here, uh, Otis Air Force Base, um, and you, you get a lot of that weird shit going on. Yeah. just because oh, yeah. you don't know what's going out there. You know what kind of aircrafts going out there and testing.
0: things. And, and I, like I remember it's always na- late at night too. Yeah, yeah.
1: but I, rem- I remember I remember nine eleven and um, the way I the way I learned about what was happening with nine eleven um was it was literally like we didn't even know until the north tower fell um because yeah. of this because i was in it was you know 2001 i was 21 years old i was doing landscaping in mashpee and otis air force base which is legendary here on cape cod for just like just destroying our water, <laughs> like like wow. there's literally this plume in Mashpee where you can't drink the water, you can't drink the same, oh you boy, know. yeah, I know you can't, you know, um, there's this plume, this plume, a huge plume around Mashpee where you can't drink the water and everything, um, but we heard the jets go off, and we're like, we're all like, what the hell was that noise? You never hear that noise, you know, and those were the jets that were going off. To take down those planes and this woman came running out she just came storming out from from this apartment building that we were mowing because I was doing landscaping at that time and she was like somebody somebody blew up um the pentagon somebody put set bombs in the pentagon and we're like what the hell is going on we so we went into our trucks we turn on the radio and we turn on like howard stern and right when the north tower fell like literally when the north tower fell But that sound, the sound that we heard, you never would have guessed was like those jets taking off. It was really weird. It's something that like, you know, I I think, you know, unless you're in the military or used to hearing those things, that kind of noise that you're, it's kind of like a a weird thing to hear as far as something with that much power taking off and going to attack something (laughs) or you know like or even like even if it's like kind of slower thing or you know like we're you're not used to those noises when you're by those air force bases it was really yeah really weird thing to hear because we're all standing like what the hell was that noise like we know otis is right there that was sounds like jets and it was (sighs) it was it was absolutely crazy crazy man
0: that's nuts yeah uh Yeah. Jesus. Um, all right. Let's jump back in here to the story. I just had a, had a quick little side aside there. Um, all right. So the next story starts off with a a splash of mostly just black and it's a a, a guy's face. And there's like, what looks like a tarantula crawling out of his (sighs) mouth. He's like, there was a tickle in my throat. I coughed gasping for air, wet hair brushed my lips. I woke up covered in sweat. I tried to scream, but couldn't move. Uh, Cool cracked leather touched my skin, a shape in the darkness, and you start seeing like what looks like shadowy things, like holding his hands down and stuff. I'm like, oh, Mm -hmm. sleep paralysis. We're doing a sleep paralysis. Oh yeah, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, but I don't know, man. It Uh, pinned me me down. No, you're right, man. I didn't even think of that. Light moved through the window. I saw teeth. The smell of rot crept from its mouth, and it's like this crazy looking spider woman, woman thing yeah i'd say woman because there's gargantuan jugs <laughs> boobs whatever you want to call them yeah. dangling there in yeah. the, <laughs> in this silhouette dish kind of whatever on him but the let you know got fur like a fucking tarantula um so it's like i open my eyes to the sound of splattering grease and he's up he kind of comes out of the room and then you have off panel his wife she's like uh you, know, you were making some really strange noises. Uh, did you want some bacon and eggs? And she's at you know, fitness looking
1: through the crease like when you when you watching a movie like like a horror movie you don't want to look but you do and you yeah. like sneak it through your eyes kind of thing and yeah. that's what he's doing. He's looking down at the egg. And, yeah. <laughs> and you see this crack like empty up. used
0: eggshell from the yeah. Oh uh, yeah. And like one little claw comes out and then the whole thing comes out. Yeah. And I, like okay. So Okay, so my first thought was like, okay, sleep paralysis. Um, uh, it like I don't I, the thing with the egg is what I'm trying to sort of wrap my head around how I feel about that. What I mean, what was your kind of thoughts on what is that like with the spider coming out of the egg? Well,
1: uh, I mean, my thoughts on this was that uh, I eat eggs every single morning. Um, I have two eggs, whether it's fried or <laughs> hard boiled. Every yep. single day and i I thought that um you know if uh, for whatever reason I turn up dead, it's because I have a huge tit lady freaking uh. trying to choke me and kill me during uh. the night, so um <laughs> uh. <laughs> that, that that was one I thought so if you can't get a hold of me, that's what happened to me um uh. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. So we have like I, I don't, we have like we have fourteen chickens, so we we eat a lot of eggs around here. And uh, fourteen chickens, it, yeah, they're,
1: they're, like mostly holy, hens. The, those are the best eggs, man. Those are the best. Oh yeah, when no, it's and, No, yeah, but like yeah. I think I, you know, I don't want to think about it because he he sees it first. Like I mean, he's got the spider going in his mouth first. It's going in there first, and and then he sees jesus and is then, it
0: well okay that's a question is it going in or coming out i took it as ooh, coming out but maybe it's really? not just because the little tiny front tickle in my throat the little I coughed, the little middle yes, legs air,
1: wet air brushed my lips i woke up covered in sweat you know what yeah Does
0: it, say it starts in his throat and then it brushed his lips and it
1: comes out holy
0: shit yeah damn man
1: man you you brought a two points that I didn't even think of Uh, sleep paralysis, which makes total sense. Cause as you know, I've experienced that, but also like actually coming out, I didn't think of that. I thought of it more of a kind of just, uh, just kind of like a, a viewing the future kind of thing, or just like fear of the future and seeing something that you're afraid of, but not really there, you know, like she's there cooking eggs and he's just like, ah, crap. And he sees something
0: that's not really there. Yeah, that was kind of my first thought when I saw the eggs when I first read it. And then today I was looking, I was like, Oh, I mean, I don't really know what to make of that. Like is are they saying like it was his wife? Like the spider lady? Is he like is this like some sort of deeper meaning thing where it's like she's suffocating him? It's really about well I was gonna say is it what?
1: (laughs) She's suffocating him.
0: Suffocation Uh, I mean it's like but
1: no breathing you know don't what? give a fuck no, no you know what uh, no but you see the shadow maybe. going up jesus oh man
0: i don't know man. it's what it's what the you, shadow, you see what the you shadow up? going up
1: like it's going going out of his but you have the, then you have the hands gra- yeah it's coming out of him yeah you, you see so, it going out and then the hands grasping his and holding him down and pinning him mm-hmm. so that came out of him then it comes out of the egg what comes first his dreams of the <sighs> egg i don't know ah yeah it i mean I but was that's, like- that's why i liked it so much because it, it was like what the freaking hell is going on here you have no idea what the hell is going on here but still it's like what the hell is going on here i want to know. the final three things with the egg and then the leg and then the body come out of there, and but and even before yeah. that, the fourth one where he's like looking between his fingers of like in horror, mm-hmm. you know, like man, so well done, and the art is great.
0: Yeah, it's really cool. I like, I like the art style a lot, no matter so what it means. <laughs> here's here's something I thought. Okay, there's like two like kind of ways to look at this really, and I, I kind of started to go there earlier, but I can formulate better now. I think mm-hmm. like either uh Either his wife is like this spider creature, and when you see her on top of him, they're like having sex, or rather, maybe she's having sex with him if he's asleep. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. she's mm-hmm. mating with him. She comes out and is like, "You want some bacon and eggs?" And the eggs are spider eggs. Oh, so it's oh. so it's a baby spider hatching oh. out of the egg, dude. <laughs>
1: Like that's the reproduction kind of thing, like now. But
0: nah, man, right. you're not gonna cook it eggs just that are fertilized, to see it.
1: though. It's that's got whole, like, but it's got like whole... a little
0: tiny human head on it. Maybe yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: you can't, um, you can't can, can cook eggs that are fertilized, right? Like uh, the whole can. that's the you, whole thing. You can, you can, will, you, but can,
0: has, you can, but cannot. You don't. Yeah, you don't want it obviously to have been developed at all. That's why you gather well, them every gotta, day, like and maybe. You
1: well, you got to do the cream. whole. So basically, you got to do the whole egg white thing, right? So you got to do like the whole thing where the yolk is stayed in there. You got to click it, you got to crack it, and then you got to do the whole scoop thing and slosh it into the pan. Make sure the yolk is still in the th- in in the you know the egg, and make sure oh, that yeah. the spider is in there. And then you plop it back into the pan to make sure that the spider can still come out. But now you are cooking the egg whites. Now she's cooking the egg whites. For husband, for protein, because mm-hmm. everybody needs protein in his family, especially the yeah. babies, right? I mean, but she's pulling everybody the eggs out, and this is like here. the
0: first time he's seeing it. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: you got to keep the family alive, man. You got to and yeah. make sure look everybody at, has protein.
0: <laughs> look at the next photo, though. <laughs> yeah, the next like splash page is like this body. Yeah, I know. Like That's, on these, all these strings and stuff, but it, it's got like it's wearing like a little like a mask in front of it that has, is like happy and like, you know, whatever. And it's like, that's the tendrils like coming out of the mouth and going into the mouth of the other one, the spiders everywhere. So it's kind of like, but is it, you know, is it like a double layered thing where it's like, this is how he sees his wife. And he's like, he feels like you said, suffocated. And like, he's like, maybe terrified of like commitment and all that kind of weird stuff of like his point of view is just kind of fucked up. Um, of like something that seems so mundane of just waking up and be like, you want some bacon and eggs? It's like, it's, he's terrified of this, you know, sort of whatever. I don't know. That's digging really deep. It's probably that she's a spider beast, but anyway, um, <laughs> there
1: is. So, well, I mean, you got an acorn going through some wood, like she's got a wooden mask get an acorn going through. That's her nose, smiley like face and eyes. You get spiders, now, hold on. I mean, those I mean, those aren't really spiders. Those are daddy long legs, which are imitation Yeah. They daddy, daddy long legs are not spiders. They're imitation insects that look like spiders <laughs> technically. Yeah. But um but yeah, man, I, she's, she's like it's going through her mouth. She's got these flowers in her hair. That is a really cool really cool splash page. He's yeah, dropping it's his crazy, phone it's He's in his backpack. But like, man, I want to know what's going on there because she's got like that plank. She's got the bark. She's got this bark plank in front of her face, mm-hmm. the hole, and she's got acorn going through her as her nose. And she's spinning like webs through her mouth, through her mouth. Yeah. And she's got all these flowers in her hair, which is amazing, amazing. And she's like just like gently touching his head as she just like wraps him up. Yeah, so cool it all and done yeah, like, charcoal kind of thing man i love it
0: yeah it does, it almost makes me think this might have been like the pitch for the story because like the guy in it is not it's not the dude you know what i oh, mean no, it's not the yeah. dude from the story it doesn't look anything like him but like it makes me think that like maybe this was the the design
1: but that's the kind of cool thing about this like i yeah. mean it, it could be like that it, it you know you yeah. have a short story and then you have cool art like this yeah, one page I like art thing that is, that's just amazing. Even if it it was just like an early and, you know, like, like a concept art, <laughs> yeah, yeah. how many, how much concept art it, have yeah. you seen from like movies that have been completely different? It's, yeah. it's a perfect opportunity to throw in a short, like three page story or how much was this? It was a four page story. And then just one concept art that has nothing like, yeah, I mean, this was the beginning of it. It didn't turn out that way, but this is what started kind of thing. Even if you don't even mention that, you know, like that's really cool to have just all this art in one book and these stories, even if they don't match up or have anything to do with each other or if they do, (laughs) you know, it's, yeah. and then we're going on the next one, which is like really creepy, but, uh, and the art is kind of. Weird, <laughs> yeah, kind of weird, but uh, still, still good at parts.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I like it. Um, it's just a, it's a shift for sure. Do you want to walk us through that, that is,
1: one? Yeah, no, yeah. So I mean, we got. Uh, let's see, we've got um, we got this woman here who had. She is, um, oh, crap! Holy crap! All right, so we we have a woman that she. She is. Uh, she's dissecting a a person. She uh, let's see.
0: Fucking. She's like performing sort of a. I guess sort of an autopsy. I,
1: no, hold on a second. I need to. I need to escape out of this. Hold on. Okay. Because it is not freaking hell. Dropbox. There we go. All right. Razor blades. Here we go. All right. Yeah. So we have we have this woman who is conducting an autopsy, and this man is just completely open up. His entire torso is completely mm-hmm. open up, and uh, and she's saying that uh, she's talking about kind of like her entire career, like uh, becoming doing autopsies. It was easier than becoming a doctor, and that um, you know, everybody was saying that uh, it was easier to become a doctor, and but that's what kind of what she wanted to do. Um, that's why I tell people when they ask why I became a metal examiner. It was ex, elicited elicit, elicit a laugh, even if it wasn't true. It took me years to learn the ins and outs of the human body. I never aimed to be a doctor, but no one wants to the real answers, and that's why she did it. She wanted to know the real answers of why these people died. Uh, what if he really? What if he really wasn't die? What? <laughs> what if he wasn't really dead when they buried him? Um, and so she kind of like starts digging deeper into this man's body and uh, trying to figure out what is going on with him. So every autopsy that I perform helps keep my nightmares at bay. And then um, because she she starts, you know, I don't freaking... Oh, no, because of her dad, actually, because her dad mm-hmm. died before. But my dad, who had been in and out of hospitals my entire life, always urged me to face my fears head on. So every autopsy I perform Helps keep my nightmares at bay, and then the the this man starts actually talk to talking to her. She's like, "What's this now?" And this Don, John Doe, this dead man, starts talking to her, and she starts feeling all around him. Most people I examine have messy ends, but knowing that dead means dead brings me serenity. And then she finds that this like she finds the like this little like pocket. And, uh, you know, like, like drug, drug mules have where they have stuff, stuffing in their bodies in like a yeah. condom or like a bag or something. And then, so she finds this one little like stuffed thing and she squeezes it. Unfortunately, she squeezes it. And then like this, like kind of like stuff, like just kind of squirts out and she breathes it in. She's like, shit. And then she starts becoming paranoid. Like her eyes become red And, um, this is when he actually starts talking to her and like, he's Mm -hmm. like, where'd you put the stuff? Can't lose any. He'll kill me if I lose any. And you have this, like this dead body, like lifting up off of, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know, off of, uh, you know, he's like opened up and everything. And he's, you know, there, and, uh, he's grasping at his innards and all that. And she's freaking out, absolutely freaking out. And because she's super doped up and she's like, uh, you're not real. You're not real. So she goes to grab like the, you know, knives and everything. And he's grasping at himself, just pulling at, pulling at his innards and his intestines. He's like, he's literally grabbing his intestines. And he's like, I felt everything, every cult cut you did. And, and all of a sudden, like all these, like all the other dead people that she's examined cart, start falling out of the walls, like from the mortuary, like the, all the shelves, come pouring out with these skeletons. It's almost like they're fully decayed, like you know, just like black and and, and everything. And she tries to escape and run away, and all these skeletons are chasing her. And she actually like looks. She starts almost turning into a skeleton herself, which she's like, her eyes are red, like super bulgy. Her eyes are poking out of her head as she mm-hmm. like everything, like her skin and everything, starts receding into her head. Um, and it's almost like, you almost see like, she's, she goes into hallway and it's almost like this abstract kind of, uh, graveyard where everything tunnel, it's all upside down. It kind of looks like
0: teeth almost, you know?
1: Yeah. Almost like teeth because I mean, you see her head and face and that's kind of where her mouth would be in the next panel with like her teeth and everything. And it's almost like going into her mouth. Right, so yeah, so you have like these graves and everything that kind of form like almost like a mouth, and she keeps going deeper and deeper. And dude, like there's like at the end, it's like this, like this just like big thing of just like intestines and liver and kidneys with yeah. legs and arms, and yeah, the is, body's like,
0: all split open and like bent backwards oh, and like yeah, and walking towards yeah,
1: and it's basically asking me, how did you cut this. And like dead means dead, just stay calm, just stay. And she just like curls up and she curls up in this corner and shows you of what she's imagining for this whole tunnel in the mouth and where she's really at. And it shows her in this corner in, in, you know, in the facility, in the mortuary. <clears throat> and then, it, and then all of, all of a sudden it shows these, these police examining her where she was actually in. One of those, one of those like shelvings, like the shelvings for a body, um, that, you know, pulls in and out and everything. And she's actually in there at the feet, like screaming. And so what she just like, she climbed, she took herself and she climbed into one of these shelves into one of these bodies and squeezed herself up to the back end and screamed and just died. And, uh, yeah, super creepy. (laughs) Yeah. God. Yeah, and uh what was the last thing he says there? And let's get someone let's get someone from narcotics to bag this stuff safely, because they're talking about whatever she breathed in. Um because whatever she breathed in is super freaking deadly. If one sniff fucked her up that much, imagine a whole bag. Yeah, I mean I I I don't even know what they're saying that she sniffed up. But whatever this drug mule had uh, and his anus was fucking crazy, dude. Nuts.
0: Yeah, because she was like, well, she was like cutting out his. She was like cutting his stomach open, and mm-hmm. it was just full of these little, like, bags of whatever this drug was. It's just like, yeah. So, I mean, the thing is, is like, it seems like she was just driven insane because it's like, yeah. They they even say God only knows what she thinks she saw, as if she's alive. And I just was like, okay, what? Wait, hold on, what? But then I was like. The last, very last panel where it's like, I'm, you know, that fucks her up that much. Imagine a whole bag. Well, then the the dead body's hand starts reaching for the little drug yeah. pouch that's on the little operation, like surgical table. Mm-hmm. And it's like the end. So I'm like, well, wait a minute. What? <laughs> what, 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 what? What do you do? <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. really,
1: it's really powerful. But it was really yeah. confusing at first because I was like, because I think it was just because of the because of the color. Um, Mm -hmm. because you have, I mean, she's, she's slicing them open. You got this color, you you know, she's slicing open his stomach or it looks like his stomach. Right. And she comes out with this little thing and it's just the same color. It's like, okay, what is this? Is this, what organ is this? Is, you know, and it's like, it's not.
0: Clearly, It almost looks more like some kind of an alien spore or something. Exactly. But, you know what I mean? It's just like a pink little thing. It's like, okay, well, I guess it would maybe be the blood, but it would be in the stomach bile. It's, so it would
1: yeah. be – like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean maybe it's more realistic as far maybe, as what yeah. drug mule would be doing for swallowing or parting up their butt or whatever. <laughs> you know, like, Yeah. Maybe it's more realistic, but still – maybe it could have had some way to say that hey this isn't something that's naturally in her or an alien thing like you said it was like i said like like i i thought it was the same thing it was like this weird alien object which yes technically it is but you find out later it's some kind of drug um so maybe there were there might have been some other way to show that because i thought it was like a tumor or you know like some kind of like growth or some kind of just alien thing that was implanted yeah. in there when it was just a, a fricking condom full of drugs. There might've been a different yeah. way to read yeah. that in a comic.
0: That makes sense. That that kind of looks like, I could kind of see that being what it is. Yeah. So yeah. It's hard to tell. It's just kind of like a lump of like non-specific, but I mean, I, you know, I enjoyed it for what it was, but I was just more like, okay, I guess we're just left to decide. Well, we'll, Maybe it is something like that, and I, I don't know because again, the, <laughs> the hand reaching down there again, the dead hand reaching for the dry. I was like, "Well, what the fuck?"
1: Yeah. Um, well, the, the thing that I that was really cool though is that the the difference between where what she, what she was where she was actually at and what she was seeing. Um, and you know, I really like the, yeah. the, like you said the whole tea thing going into the mouth and all that, and then also at the very end where she's just in a corner just like crying in a corner, just completely freaking out. And then they find her in a completely different spot. Like it, literally mm-hmm. in a mortuary drawer with another corpse yeah. at his feet, just freaking out. So that wasn't even the end, y- yeah. you know, like she, just well, now her
0: fingers lost. are all bloody yeah. and she's not wearing like the gloves yeah. are all ripped apart. So yeah, yeah
1: I mean, yeah, the, the gloves are gone. Her, yeah, the, yeah, the fingers are gone and everything from the gloves all bloody and everything so she just freaking yeah really good i thought it was awesome that was my my one complaint was the confusion of what they took out of her just because it looked like it might have been like a tumor or some kind of something that was in there that suddenly was like kind of like spores yeah (laughs) you know like yeah all of a sudden spreading spores or something you know
0: right odd it's odd but uh all right, speaking of odd, this next one is <laughs> so odd. Uh, yes. uh I don't know, man. Uh it's she's got it. It's the one that's by uh Nickler and Chuck. Yeah,
1: baby, She's got
0: it. <laughs> and so you've got like a woman watching like a like a that, like a 20 questions show, like a Jeopardy style kind of whatever. Oh, like old uh, old
1: school game show.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And there's a kid uh it was like the dog like don't let the dog out the dad's like answering the front door and it's like you know don't let the dog out there's like a young like a boy like maybe looks like a young preteen boy and he's got like a baby doll that is clearly leaking water um i guess it's supposed to be like one of those like you know those baby dolls that like pee and poop and you actually feed them the fake thing and you fill them up with water it's supposed to be like taking care of a real baby it's weird regardless actually i think um, they actually
1: handle that later because there's a younger sister yeah
0: but yeah yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, that comes into play. Yep. Uh, so these, I guess, these neighbors come by and they're like, Hey, we catch it at a bad time. I'm like, no, not here at our house on a Sunday. <laughs> we see the kid giving the baby doll to the dog. And that's where the dog, you hear the clear, like, like a little girl being like, Where's my Betsy Wetsy? Uh, the dog's chewing it up. Yep, yep, now yep. we're going back between, she's the pulling in a barn, yeah, trying
1: to get yeah. Away.
0: And uh, then you hear the woman that's the was sitting in the chair watching TV, and she's like, No, Dale, like. Uh, I'm not feeling well, I'm having another flare up. I'll just watch my show. I'll, uh, and then you have on the TV like I'll take seven points anyway. You just have yelling at the dog. Uh, oh. so then he sh- shoes the neighbors away, and it's like you know, uh, they're like she's not feeling well. He's like yeah, something like that. A case of tired blood, quote unquote. Maybe she'll be okay. Uh, been real keen on that uh, tall. Um, it's like Betty just needs some distractions from the time. Uh, from time to time uh, 21 questions is her favorite keeps her mind off the sensory overload as she calls it uh yeah, and then so you go to the sh- the talk show host on here and he's called jerry yeah Geritol, like yeah it kind of
1: like blends into one she's on the jerry but also like the game show like it, it starts like blending yeah. into each other yeah
0: so you got the chaos the kids are chasing each other screaming at each other uh the neighbor hands some jello salad to the I guess the husband there and the woman is watching she's like trying to answer the questions on here um and uh just kind of keeps going back and forth and it starts turning more into like it it morphs into her well before it does that it's like starting to turn into her like really getting involved in this game show but then you see the dog behind it and the dog now has like a weird human head and like while it's chewing on this doll and then it cuts to like the talk show host because uh, one of the kids is like, mom, what's for dinner, mom? And then the no, talk show host before that, says what is for dinner and he doesn't – his eyes are all white and blank. Before that, like the
1: like the the daughter is like attached to the wall. Like she's pinned oh, to that's the right. wall and then yeah. the dad is like, I don't even know what he's doing. He's like spitting out blood or
0: puking into It's something. like he has a – yeah, right. and like, but it's like he has a really long tongue coming out yeah, to like lick he, the jello salad, yeah, no,
1: exactly. And then yeah, yeah, and then like he's got like his weird human's head for the dog and everything, and everything behind her just starts going to freaking hell as she's just super focused on
0: Jared Yeah, yeah, it's
1: it's and nuts.
0: That's so that's the thing. Is so now she's like sucked in. So the talk show host like says, "What is for dinner?" She's like, "I, I don't know." He's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, that's ten points, doc. Now you have like a." F- the face of like the sun sticking through one wall, the arm coming through the ceiling and the rest of the body kind of like going up through the ceiling in a different part. Now she's like in it oh, yeah, and she's having it. to answer these crazy questions on this subject that she's not good at. It's like historical figures. they're so like going for it. So they're asking these questions about Henry, the uh, Henry, the Eighth's wives and their fates and first and second wives. And um, you just keep looking at the background and it's just, it's weird things coming out of the ceiling and body parts and whatnot so she's getting these correct but now the host looks fucking insane his it, mouth is all fucking demonic and like puppet looking it's like like a not puppet but like a ventriloquist t- style puppet yeah well have you, did you see ask ben stein yeah they, yeah yeah ben stein's money or whatever it's money that's what it was that's yeah. straight
1: out of that because you have the two yeah. different compartments. that's
0: that's right yeah yeah. <laughs> this
1: is straight out of that but look at like the guy the left
0: like yeah it's just like it's since it's like the, what i don't know it's, it's it's weird at first i was like is this like, it's like the human nervous system but now it kind of actually looks like a solid body that's just like made of skin it's, but still kind of has a tie on it or yeah something.
1: just completely saturated
0: <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> yeah and it, the but, host is
0: but, looking more and more insane like
1: completely Ben Stein, Win when Stein's money where she's got the countdown and everything that's right that where that's from but yeah she's combining all these different different talk shows and and everything and she's just all in her own head freaking out and man the background is the most nuts and ent- entertaining part because like you see all these like crazy things going on there's got like a guy he's got like freaking like uh, freaking like it's the a fruitcake and then it is but his neck yeah. is going into the freaking ceiling
0: and, uh, it's all elongated through the ceiling and then it's like dripping down through the head uh, ceiling on the other side where his head's coming down there's like blood coming out of his mouth the dog and, like, the daughter's nice, like, eyeballs that are giant, like, hands reaching, eyeballs everywhere. And I just now noticed notice this now, but if you look out the window, there's actually somebody still standing there. Just Like, the neighbor that came and knocked on the door. They're like, standing there, like, a, like a, just a shadow. Yeah. Like, staring in. Hello, Clarice. So, she, like, got the, she, like, won the game, I guess. And so, she gets out of her chair. She's screaming, like, yes, I got it. I got it. I got it. Mm-hmm. So, she, like, I guess stumbles or she's, like, knocking all these bottles all the way to get to the Geritol. To the Geritol to there. chug it. Yep. Yeah, it's like, that's all the time we've got. Remember, Geritol, when you're feeling run down, worn out, it'll strengthen that tired blood. See you next week, Beatrice. Everybody, and now this guy's got this crazy, weird, tapeworm-looking tongue coming out of his mouth. He's got, like, four crazy-looking eyes on his head, and, like, she's just chugging this Geritol, and it looks like she's, like, peeing herself or something, too. He's, like, running down her legs. Ah, God, no. Um, Oh, Oh, jeez. I I don't know, like, I don't know what the message of this is or if it's just like she's, it's just to say like everything in her life is complete chaos and this is just how they're animating it. And she's just so sucked into this TV show she's completely ignoring everything else. But like the geritol if anybody, you know, is not aware, it, it's a real, uh it's a real like medicine is really? i don't know if it's still in production but it's a it, geritol is a real uh, medicine and it is for what they call tired blood but it's for iron deficiency they did they figured that out later but it's like a bunch of b vitamins and like 12 percent alcohol hmm. um so, but it was supposed to give you like i guess it was like a medical version of like i guess an energy drink maybe but it was just supposed to like take away fatigue and whatnot but then they realized uh finally that it like it really only worked for people who had an iron deficiency. If you did not have an iron deficiency, it wouldn't do anything to you, except maybe you get, maybe get you fucked up because it's 12 percent alcohol. <laughs> um, but like so that's kind of where I'm like, I, you know, I don't know enough about other than just those Shit. details to see if it was like some kind of crazy, addictive, I don't know, hallucinogenic or something that they maybe figured out later if you drank too much of it. I don't know. But um, this was a really fucked up short story. And I enjoyed it for that sense, but it's just bizarre, man. And the arts, I do love the art style. Uh, I I like it a lot, actually. Uh, But it's just one of those crazy ones where I'm like, what is this supposed to fucking mean, you know? Uh, Yeah. What was your initial take on that? And then, you know, I guess overall thoughts. I
1: I mean, I think it could just mean just that uh, you could get away from family from, you know, for being just so enwrapped with, uh, television and all these stories and, and everything else going on, um, that you get just kind of just get away from, from just all the bad things that are going on that you might be responsible for kind of, you know, like, um, I don't know. It's oh, man, like it's, uh, it, it, yeah. Cause there's, there's a lot of really bad things going on here with, you know, a lot of evil things going on in the background and all that, but it Mm -hmm. it might be like, just kind of like a a thing where like, man, just pay attention, pay attention. Stop being so focused on, on things that are, you know, not so important. You, you've got things going on right in front of you that with your family that are far more important instead of your television shows or the things that, uh, you know, video games or even just kind of shit like that. Like, you need you need to put other things ahead of what's going on, yeah. And and by by focusing on those things and letting other shit slip, this is what you're doing. You're letting all these demons out and all this other shit, and you're letting all this bad shit come out be that you're not even realizing that you're letting happen because you're not there. Um, I don't know. Yeah. That, that's kind of what yeah, yeah what I thought about it um, overall yeah
0: kind of thing but I, I i dig that man yeah um uh we get this sort of killboy preview There's nothing to really talk about with that it's just a, a one page splash and i don't know what's going on it's gore and helping an old woman apparently i don't know but yeah. uh <laughs> um well actually hang on maybe i'm missing something that was that was she's got it and then there's king of fevers which it. did i skip something hold on get back to it. Well, you get this one thing where there's, Okay, there's through the black mirror. There's before that there's a, a splash by Jock where it's just a guy looking through what looks like blinds maybe. I don't I don't is that? I don't know what that's supposed well, to mean. Well, that's after, isn't it? Yeah, where that's after that brown? story the, the thing after that story is like these weird like what skinless is... animals and then like a skinless person with a halo is around that him, Dead man But like a cloak. Is no, I mean it's just got like a cloak over like a cape or something that's it's wearing it's got a halo around his head and like these like animal like what looks like horse know, oh, man bodies without the skin it, i don't fucking know that's the king of fevers thing i'm gonna have to do some research because this is like it's got some kind of meaning they put it in here you know yeah. um uh let's see i
1: did not read so then, through the black mirror uh
0: i did not either um i actually started to and that's around about the time my kids started asking for whatever um (laughs) the next thing is the most perplexing bit of uh bit of rat nothing to get hung about and it's a one page (laughs) Uh. it's like well it's like a rabbit and like you've got this like very cartoony looking like rabbit thing like getting out of bed all startled and like lighting a candle and running up the steps and it's like i don't own a gun anymore and then you have all this sort of background sort of matter uh like i don't have that, what separates actually. us huh i don't have that and it, well it starts off that's on the top of the page and it's like what separates us from the primal sea which darkness covers the face the face i don't know what this is an excerpt from and then you get to the next part like the it's on the same page but it's like almost like the top part has been burned off and it's like human looking creatures with rabbit heads and red eyes, but they're naked. And like the girl is like grabbing this dude's erection. Oh
1: wait, hold on. One
0: of the rabbit dudes. And he's got his hand like on her genitals. The There's rabbits all around. Yeah. So you
1: got the rabbits going out of the bed. Okay. All right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then like there's a ton of rabbits all around as now it's like a different style of art. Well, you just see the hand of the, I guess, the rabbit that holding the candle that's coming down the stairs. Um, and they're, like, looking at that candlelight. And it says, awaken little rabbit, time to eat. Hurry quick, it's your favorite treat. Eat till you can't. And can't has two A's. Have to eat till you're fat. Put it in your mouth. It tastes so sweet. So then you have, like, these weird drawings kind of over that, like, hieroglyphic yep. kind of looking thing. It says something, welcome to the garden of
1: separates us Uh, from the primal sea of which darkness covers the face
0: welcome to the garden of fact that i can't i can't read faithly lights i I can't read it it's like covered (laughs) by like the logo and strawberries and then there's also like this weird different art style drawing of like almost like it's like these arms coming out of the side of the page lifting up the one character that was almost like supposed to be like the rabbit guy, but he has the strawberry head instead and like an evil smile, but he's still got a boner. And there's like, what looks like jizz like all around shooting out with him, which I'm mean, i like, what the fuck? Well, I mean, okay, is this, this one just like kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Like I just, I didn't really, I don't know. This is the only thing in the book where I was like, I, I feel like this means something weird. Like in some kind of a cult kind of way like to the artist and the writer. And it's just not going to make sense unless you're part of that thing. And I'm like, what the fuck am I looking at? You know, it's like, I don't know. It's weird, but it just, it hit me the wrong way. I'm like, I feel like this means something that like, if I dig too much into it, I'm going to, you know, but who knows? Who fucking knows? Maybe it's an inside joke, but the, the, the little poems and stuff in the background and some of them you can't even really read. But the one that I just read is like, what the fuck is this? Anyway.
1: Well, the, all right. So, I mean, rabbits, bunnies, I mean, that's rebirth. Um, you're talking about rebirth. You're talking about springtime. That's strawberries. Strawberries come out at springtime. They're one of the first ones <laughs> to come out at springtime. And if you're not careful, all the birds are going to freaking eat them because they're assholes. Um, yep. So you're talking about rebirth. You're talking like I, those look more like rats to me than bunnies. And, but she's really? got the, I, with the, you know, the adult portion of it with the hand on the penis and stuff like that. Obviously like human. Yeah. I mean, those look more like, more like a uh, rodents.
0: Uh, well, if man, you look at the tail on the one coming down the stairs. You know, I, now I know got yeah. Like a little in the tail. background
1: I see. Yeah. I, I mean, was this maybe something that should have come out in the spring?
0: I, I don't know. I think it's all symbolic for something. really know, it really I'm to do some is. digging.
1: When I figure it out, I'll tell you.
0: Because I mean, I'll figure right, it out. So,
1: like, all right. So, I mean, with, you know, with the chocolate, with the chocolate bunny and everything, that's all the German thing for, you know, the rebirth of everything. And, and the rebirth of spring, that's where the, the Easter bunny comes from and everything. Uh, Strawberry a very spring thing and everything it seems like maybe this was very much delayed to me as far as a cultural thing as far as what, what it's saying a wicked little rabbit time to eat hurry quick it's your favorite treat eat till you can't eat till you're fat put it in your mouth it tastes so sweet i mean that's like we're talking like august now with strawberries and bunnies that we're talking reproduction and, um, you know, rebirth and all that. Like, <clears throat> I, th- I think this might be a delayed thing that might have probably, but he was talking about this coming out in like July, dude. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean,
1: it was, yeah. Everything so. that I'm looking at, as far as what I know from like, if from like culture and, and from even like religion and, and uh, mythology and, and everything that has to do with Easter and and uh and and rabbits and, and all of that for human history. It very much looks like it's more of a like a, a rebirth kind of early spring kind of thing. But man, he wasn't even thinking about this until a few months ago.
0: Right. And it's a horror book. It's not yeah. like a you know, it's kind of like what? I don't know. That's weird. Um strange, man. It's it's an interesting one. This is one that like I said I like it just – it rubbed me the wrong way. I was not like – I mean I'm interested to know what it all means. It also like this seems a little bit more nefarious than, it, it, like in an actual real way than like – I don't know. And we're well, kind of gut feeling way. I get that way about some yeah, things yeah, that yeah, are yeah. just like yeah. – you know, symbology. and It, it just – it some kind of freaks me out. But I'm curious to see. I'm, I'm going to do some, some digging around. Uh, interesting. But I mean the art is, is – really well done <laughs> so uh let's see uh okay here's another one that's a little odd um it's in art speaking of art styles this is this one's very like pencil or like ink pen even but this is the uh anatomy of the rut by sam johns and danny uh we've got uh somebody getting out of their bed and uh you see these two deer like um you know Headbutting, doing the deer thing. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. I love this because,
1: you know, like we, we talked about, um, Lola Woods. You know, we, we mm-hmm. reviewed all of that together and that Danny was the artist for this. And, uh, and man, like, yep. there you it, go. Was, it was super cool just to see, just to see more art by Danny. Um, I don't know who he or she is. <laughs> and, but it was really cool to see that, that style without the ink though. Without, yeah. you know, I mean, you got the ink, but without the colors, uh, yeah, just, yeah. just to see this person just, you know, um, it just, it's very clear that they're more of a, an inker than a penciler, really, cause very heavy on the ink. Um, and it was really cool just to see this, this artist really just, uh, just take over, you know, over the colors and everything in the story that, cause there's not a lot going on here other than. art yeah very few anything else going on here and we also have the recurring thing of the antler like creatures because we had Mm -hmm. in lola woods (laughs) we had the the crazy deer ladies and now we oh yeah now we have these other you know deers fighting you know for whatever reason in the woods um but uh, it was kind of cool connection to to see kind of a similar you know an animal um with the same artist with also two girls i i really enjoyed it to 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 see the whole thing but also to see to see just danny as an anchor and you know a pencil and an anchor without the colors i I thought it was awesome i really liked it it was really cool yeah
0: i agree um let's see i'm trying to look at this one uh okay so yeah she's the one is in the uh she's like in the Looks like maybe making some coffee or something. Yeah. Uh, there's like a bat shape hanging in the. No, the or, no, no, no. Sorry. Fighting, okay, I was yeah. like, that looks like a bat. <laughs> yeah, it's it's in the distance. It's because of the art. Is like the the background is like out the window. Is very non, uh, just detail. But that looks like a fucking bat. It's a, anyway, but, but you're do, right. It's the headbutting. Gear. How do you get? How much
1: do you get used to that though? Like you wake. Like I don't care where you are. If you wake up and there's this like two two like you know what what is a male deer what's the name of male deer do you even know like a buck well that's oh jesus christ i suck at this shit yeah a buck yeah so do you see two bucks in a field just like fighting each other you wake up and that's out in the field out your window are you really gonna just get up and just like make a cup of coffee (laughs) like i'd just be like well
0: yeah no i'm not um (laughs) so like one of the you see the antler like you know cut the skin of another one you have like this panel that supposed to be like i think like blood dripping uh seems like maybe i Morton's don't know maybe, like a, she's even yeah, like damn I
1: mean, but still she's like making a cup of coffee i like oh
0: shit what the and fuck? there's like in this like salt and pepper and all that stuff there's like a deer a buck like head thing in with the salt and pepper and like a weird smiley face thing i don't know what any oh that yeah is. no yeah um yep. And then you've got the one you got like one of the bucks like making like a, uh, like a I don't know startled face or something. They just run away, and she hear like now where'd you get off to? Drinks the thing, puts the coffee or tea down or whatever. You have the bucks drawn on the table there. Uh, puts on a jacket, goes outside, walks up to uh, through the trees and whatnot. Which is what was I guess she's like going to like look for him. And then gets to, she sees one of them like in the, like the the shadow, like the uh, silhouette of it and gets there uh, and it's like all tangled up. With the, with like the, a screaming, like the
1: screaming that we saw. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's bad. like screaming and screaming. Yeah. Uh, the bottom half of the body is like all deteriorated, like down to the skeleton, but the top half is still intact. Yeah. Uh, and so she like walks up to it and is like petting it. And she's like, that buck really did you in, huh? And she's like going, like rubbing her down, hand down its down body down and then deeper. gets to the decayed part. And like, rib cage digs her two like her middle and like ring finger into the corpse. Yeah. And it's, that's the that's end. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? I don't what know. does this mean? I don't know, man, but like, like, okay. But... I know when like a deer, ha- okay. So when a deer uh, is in rut, it's like time to mate. That's what that means. And I think the Bucks yeah. sort of fight over who, they, and I could, someone could correct me on this, but I I think that's like in that process, they fight over like until one gives up. And then that's the one that doesn't is the one that mates. And it's like, I mean, I promise you, I'm not fucked up in the head, but these last three panels seem like kind of sexual in a really uncomfortable, weird way. Um, and just the way she's like slowly digging her hands into the corpse of it. I'm like, well, I just don't know what the fucking message is. Like All right. at first I was like, okay. The first thing I thought was like, wait, does she just, does she not realize the rest of the body has been decayed and then she's discovering it or, but then I like started looking at it more. I was like, I, I don't know. It's weird. How would you not see the decayed body?
1: What if that's the point though? What okay, so it's called the anatomy of the rut is is what it's called. All right. So she looks out. Yeah, right? yeah. So she wakes up. It's called the anatomy of the rut. And so uh-huh. she wakes up, female wakes up, and she's with another woman, or you know, probably a girlfriend and all that. She sees these two males fighting. Doesn't matter what species, right? And she sees them fighting. Mm-hmm. It's a regular ordinary thing. That's what guys do, constantly fighting for females, right? That's what we do, constantly fighting yeah. and everything. She's like, "Oh god, damn!" Right now, where'd you go off to? And she's just sipping there, sipping coffee. She puts on her jacket. She, this is the usual shit. She sees usual, just guys, just freaking whatever, right? And she goes out into the woods and all that, and she finds sympathy in the guy who lost, the, like she's finding sympathy to the guy who just lost the fight that was like he got he just lost um and that's kind of the way i see it that she is seeing that uh you know like maybe the the guy who lost is probably the stronger person eh, or the person that feels the most maybe Hmm. you know Hmm. um because they you know just because you are the one guy who has the, the biggest rut or the biggest antlers or is the strongest person might b- not be the strongest person for you. Or, you know, the, the guy who is for you or the most sensitive person or the person who is or the guy who, who is right for you, you know, like it, it just, yeah. you know, being masculine doesn't mean you're most masculine now. It doesn't. <laughs> Having the yeah. rut doesn't mean you're the most masculine masculine right now means taking care of family (laughs) you know like it's like yeah so maybe that maybe that's the point maybe because you're the most wounded maybe because you've gone through the most shit doesn't mean you're not the one that deserves to win the female i don't know man that's that's kind of just now just reading through it real quick that maybe like you know maybe that's
0: that's what it means I dude, I, I I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, hey, that sounds plausible, uh, for sure. Uh, just I'm at like a, uh, I just kind of at a loss. I don't know. It's weird. Um, Chicks uh, dig damaged yeah. guys,
1: man. They dig the damaged. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. Damaged goods. I don't know. I don't know what the message here is. There's no and I'm gonna do some research on that and see if anybody talks about it. Kind of. Give some illusions here. Um and That was
1: that okay. was one of the ones that originally I was like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. That's crazy. But that, I mean, that's just kind of a connection to that I just came up with that. I thought like that might be a possibility. Um Yeah. Sure.
0: Well, let's see. What do we got here? Know. We got... um This is the, probably
1: the most fucked up <laughs> out of all of them because I have no idea what the hell is going on with this last one.
0: Yeah. It's like well, very it's whimsical last kind last one, of yeah. like... Art. I don't even know how you would describe this, the art style. Uh, it's very, it's cool. Um, it's just very kind of cartoony. Um, and it's this girl on the phone and she's like, oh my God, hey, like I think it really well. And you were right. He was so charming, but she's holding like a hotel key card yeah. with like blood on it. And there's like scissors on the table next to it. And there's blood. <laughs> she's like, I honestly, like, I could honestly say I probably had a better time than he did. Yeah, really handsome. He knows it too. And he's like laying in a chair and she's like, well, new, ha ha. She's like, hold on. I'm going to put you on the speaker one sec. Can you hear me okay? Like, yeah, you're good. Awesome. You're sure you have the right guy. She's like, oh yeah, positive. How can you tell? Little things. Silver nose. Blue mustache. And a few little things. Other things. I'll send you some pics.
1: (laughs) I don't want that.
0: And she's like stabbing and stabbing and stabbing. She's like, you sure? It's pretty uh, yeah, it, don't do that. Like horns, like horns grow out of his head though that weren't there before
1: or that we don't see before because no, they're cut off. So we don't even see the horns before.
0: Yeah, they're cut yeah. off by the panels. Yeah, so they're jutting out of his head. Uh, uh, he's, like, he's like still alive. He's like, ah, uh, you. And she's like, oh, shut <laughs> up. His intestines are hanging that out that of his thing, stomach that. which has been cut open. She's like, it's happening. They're trying to come back. You know, on the phone it says the other girl. She says, yeah, and like... Do you want to see this part? Now she's covered in blood. Now there's a puddle of blood. And on the phone, it says, yeah. And there's like a hand rising out of the blood.
1: No, the idea what the fuck is going on here. (laughs) No freaking idea, (laughs) but it was fun. It was fun just to see this guy just get stabbed over over again.
0: I mean, like, I I mean, it was crazy. I, I didn't really know what to make of it. There's a lot here, the horns and the, the art style is incredible. It is, I loved yeah. it.
1: It's totally uh, like almost like kind of, especially with him. It's almost like ancient Japanese kind of thing going on. Um, yeah, I could kind of see that. Yeah, but
0: like that mustache is very long yeah. and like swirling. Even
1: his body shape, um, and, and everything, just it, it was very like you know Japanese style, um. But like it was very – I have even though I have no idea what the hell is going on, you still cheer her. You're still like, yeah, man. Just do it. Just stab this fucker. <laughs> you know, like it's still yeah. freaking great. And at the end, you see this arm sticking out of this pool of blood and it's like, oh, shit. Like that's fucking crazy. <sighs> and she snapped – she like takes a freaking picture of it with her freaking iPhone. <laughs> you know, like
0: – Yeah. Uh, I mean I wonder – I'm curious. I wonder if this is supposed to be like, uh, let's see. Let's just look. Let me see. Because the, when they say the other girls are coming back, it's like a, it's like a hand coming out of the blood. I wonder if it's supposed to be like stopping the other girls. Okay. Or this is like, I don't know. He could be like a serial rapist. And she you is like, stop him Cause they're at a hotel room. And oh, yeah. like, she's like, is this, are you sure it's the right guy? And uh, and then it's like, are, are, then maybe is she like conjuring the, the spirits of the other? You know what I mean? Oh no, like, yeah, no, I don't we, know
1: no, because she's like, you know, okay. So she's like, ah, oh, you. oh, shut up! And then it's happening. They're trying to come back. The and the person on the phone is like the other girls, and she's like, yeah. Do you want to see this part? And then she's got she's standing there, and she's got the knife and there's this like very feminine hand coming out of the blood that she created from this dude. Like she made it spill out and the person on the phone is like, yeah. And she's like very, she's standing there very strongly just ready to get this. So she's like, she's calling out these other girls. She's going to kill these other girls. Hmm. It's happening. They're trying to come back. The other girls. Yeah. Do you want to see this part? yeah and she's standing there and now she's gonna go kill these other girls
0: see okay See, that's what i was thinking was like do you want to see these other girls get revenge and mutilate this guy yeah
1: it does exactly because it. it
0: sounds like she's like yeah she's talking to the you know whoever on the other side like are you sure you found the right guy like yeah i found the right guy and i'm I'm killing yeah. him like you know but now they they do want to see the revenge so i'm like well don't, okay <laughs> that, that seems like maybe what's going yeah. on either way very interesting uh very interesting <laughs> so uh yeah no, the, okay what we, do we have the, the art
1: school I like the colors it, It's, yeah, it's yeah. such yeah. a different contrast to everything else that was in this book as far as the like the purple, oh, yeah, for like sure. purple I, I love purple purple's great it's it's my favorite color um you know it it, it has such great contract contrast to everything that it goes on and everything else pretty much with the yellows and everything it's such a different cool style um all the inks are in purple and everything it's such a cool cool style to go with with you know and especially with her stand again just standing up to to this big pool of red it was it was really cool kind of separation from the rest of the book just just to do something different from everything else that Mm -hmm. happened but but then the very next one this is my favorite
0: well, okay, well, then walk us through it, because, I mean, I kind of understand some of the, I guess, historical kind of mythology of, like, the Mayans, mm-hmm. and it's got the uh Hidzama and kind of what that god represents. But as far as what, I guess, the overall message was in contrast between the sort of two seemingly separate stories, I was like, okay – Maybe you you could clarify, or maybe just hearing you talk about it will clarify some. So if you want to take take the front the reins on this, I'll have at All it. All right.
1: So we, so we have this one man who is sitting there, and he's just in this room, and he says, "I dream of a man in a stone temple, eyes stinging with dust, callous toes, gripped around the edge of his slab." So you have this one man with this big slab, and he keeps he has this uh, this hammer, and you know this uh, this other thing that he just keeps you know slam- what the hell is that called? <laughs> you, with the hammer, you keep slamming into a thing. Just oh, the, I don't, I
0: don't know, with the, the chisel, chisel.
1: Yeah, chisel. So he has this chisel, and he keeps carving this thing into it. And he carves into it, an entrancing rhythm of stone on stone. So he keeps creating these stories through this, this God. Um, and he's basically telling the word of, um, this Egyptian, not Egyptian, this, uh, this Mayan God. And for, you know, cause we have these, these different, uh, Mayan, um, things that we, we, what are they called? God.
0: The Mayan, the Mayan calendar.
1: Is that what you're trying to? <laughs> that one? Yeah. You know, the, you know, we, we, we keep running into these things where, you know, oh, the Mayan calendar say, keeps saying this is yeah, happening. Yeah. And this is going to happen and all that and everything. And it never happens and all that. Right. So we have this yeah. one Mayan God that is saying that, you know, he's predicting all these things. It, it's a Sama. And, uh, so he's, he's saying that uh, all these things are going to happen and he he's sitting on his throne saying all these things are going to happen in his language, but they sense the man with the chisel and hammer. So this guy is just sitting here, just with his chisel and hammer, saying everything that is going to happen in future. And you get really get to see how everything that this man is, this guy is predicting is so just above and beyond everything else that happens to humans. Um, to, to, you know, the mortal soul. So, we, you know, what happens overall, um, for, for the humankind. And then, you know, like, uh, for an individual person, Christmas is over, but on television, they're still playing the same video on loop. People cheering around the world, a tree somewhere in New York. Snow comes down in a general fury. Uh someone answers the one core question correctly, causing the crowd to rub and cheer. Like you have all these different things, events going on that have no effect on gods. A farmer commits suicide and is survived by a wife and three children. A poor man becomes rich because of his dreams. Somewhere a swastika floats gently upon a wind. The world's most powerful man declares one everything. 3 men assault a student riding a delhi bus there are fires burning in tahar square so you have all these events uh, occurring with this man writing history sitting down writing history and listening to a, a, a god from like you know thousands of years ago and um, and but that really mean nothing to the person right now experiencing everything and now you you meet this one person and experiencing things in the moment and he says the phone hums that evening there is a familiar voice in the in the other end hey man i've got a few years things happening in the week i've got (laughs) i've got a new year's thing happening on the weekend there's a bunch of people coming it's going to be great did you know the mayans said world's supposed to end this year you can't miss the end of the world, dude. Sure. Okay. I'll be there. And then it says 800 years and 60 and 26 people died in the revolution of falling Protestants of the Tahir Square. So you're missing all these different things that have happened while this God is, you know, doing all these different things. And, and while everybody is kind of ignoring what, uh, what is going on um all these other little things happening to all these people and um let's see wh- where does it pick up with um with this guy it really gets kind of convoluted if if you don't really yeah. <laughs> kind of pay attention
0: yeah. to it it's when he when he says the 826 people died in revolution fall, following protests at Tahrir yeah. square ah, square yeah. he, and then it like, cuts back to the stone like the calendar it's like his work is complete yeah no
1: yeah so he feels he's, as if he's, he's done exhausted yeah. his body is so yeah. he like he presents it to the god he prevents it he presents it to the god and the god just kind of laughs at him and you know he says no nah, you, your work's not complete we're not done here and he gives it back to him to keep doing work and he's offended because he's been all this time creating all this all this work for you know the future and, and the entire the history of humankind. And he's like, dude, I'm done with you. And then he goes to walk out and, and then he just like evaporates. And, but that's actually, that's actually later, but you know, he, um, it's, I, I don't know. It's, it's a really cool story. Um, as far as, uh, you know, I, I reaching people on, on like humankind, as far as of what a God would feel and what a human would feel, you know, like we are so insignificant. What we feel as, you know, people in our lifetime is so insignificant. And I think this story really puts that across. I mean, this guy, our, our main character goes out on New Year's Eve and he meets a woman and he, he really likes her. And then he goes out and tries to find her again on that same night and, and he can't find her and um it's i don't know man it it's it's a really cool story and um yeah and uh yeah i, I don't know how else to put it, it i really like yeah,
0: it. it yeah it's it's definitely interesting it, it's the i feel like it's kind of the longest one as far as the comic it portion is, yeah. of it um because the yeah that you know uh, Izama showing when the guy's like am i done like have we told all of time for the ages to come and so when he shows him, he's like you know, there's endless calendars, stone calendars stacked up. I mean endless. Uh and he gets he's like, you know, get your tools and start over. And he's like, Nope. Uh yeah. nope. What I've been doing doesn't mean anything, this old man. Um But what is like what is uh, what is one cycle in the future of so many his work is minuscule. It's like so he leaves even as he's on his laughter, echoes behind him, he's not been outside the temple in a very long time. So when he steps out, the sun like literally just burns his skin off and it's just down to the skeleton like it and it says it sets him free that's
1: like, that's... Uh, it
0: says it strips away his cheap illusions and sets him free so it's kind of like it's the idea of like is it the idea of like those two who or, or no what am i uh like i can't remember who said it but like the definition of insanity is like repeating something right, over yeah, and over yeah. expecting a different result uh that could be in there a little bit it could also just be like I don't know. That's
1: one of the things, though. Is like you know, every time you have one of these predictions from like a Mayan calendar or an Aztec calendar, what if they were just done? mm -hmm. (laughs) Like you you know, like you know, it's not a prediction. It's like what if they just like ran out of time, or that's like all the time that they had. They were just like, okay, we're just done with the shit. Or you know, like, and this is the guy who is like, you know what, I'm fucking done i'm done with this Yeah, i'm gonna stop worrying about i yeah, know man like after this who knows what the ha- what happens and even this character the main character in this even says like uh after everything fell apart everything was okay he, ca- yeah. he kind of says that like okay i mean yeah i mean there was all sorts of crazy shit that went down but everything was kind of okay yeah. we were all right without the gods Even though he he laughed at everything because he couldn't handle anything else, you know, we were actually all right after that. Um, it's yeah, I I think that uh, that that was my favorite thing. I think it had a lot of depth to that story, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, as far as thinking about uh, just like mythology and just the human experience, I, I thought it was a great story, so
0: yeah, and it's also, I mean, I think a big meaning of it too is like like you said with the end of the mayan calendar and stuff well everybody's always like what's happening right now is the most important thing ever in the history of everything and like right now is the end of the world and we're all gonna die and 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 you apply that to anything in life any kind of like the world has gone uh, big going on for a hundred years yeah hundreds of years and it's like it's just like uh you know it's the same idea and that's always been the case it's like you know this is that this is in a civilization and right now is you know the craziest time in history i'm like well no it's not it used to be much crazier in fact it's getting less despite despite what people think it's getting less and less crazy uh if you want to compare uh history of the world to what we're dealing with now we got it pretty good look at technology man it's crazy uh despite you know any kind of uh bad situation it ain't as bad as other people had it um so it's just kind of like, seems like that of like, you think it's the end of the world and you think that right now is the most important, but like, like you just said, like, we're going to be okay. We're, it's going to, we're going to go through it. it. Like, you know, like, doesn't matter what po- happens in politics or like world events or blah, blah, blah. We're going to come out on the other side because again, how many times have all these same things happened mm-hmm. before just with different players involved, yeah. you know, it's like, it's going to be fine. People chill the yeah. fuck out. Uh, stop, and stop killing each other uh so yeah i mean i yeah there's a lot of different meaning you can kind of, kind of take from it like uh it, it's very interesting and the art style is crazy i'm I mean, who this, is it david no it's not david mack I, I, who am i thinking of um i'm not sure i'm but i'm, I'm looking at john j pearson i guess i'm looking
1: there's this one page all right there's one page it says It it has him basically almost like kind of he's got his fingers up and you know his thumbs under his chin almost like in prayer, and it says, "It is done, my Lord." He asks, "Have we told all of time for the ages to come?" And then it almost has him like screaming, almost like this, like almost like kind of a Batman who laughs, kind of like Aztecian kind of get up with like oh the God you mean yeah the God is yeah Yeah, he laughs great heaving peels on it and the fool in front of him. It's damage at the endless g- calendars that lay beside them. And then beckons the priest to sit and take up his tools once again and shows him again, like the old man. And he's just like looking up and pitying. What is one cycle and a future of so many? His work is yep. so minuscule because that's what he's doing. Like, what is one cycle? Because you look at, like, the cycles of the uh, of the, the Mayans, like, that's nothing in a life mm-hmm. of a human. I mean, that's so, like, expansive. And, you know, it's so freaking huge in a life of one human. That's freaking nothing. So what this guy yeah. is doing is nothing. And he realized that and he leaves, even as his, um, his laughter echoes behind him. has not been outside the temple in a very long time and it shows him just walking out the door and he holds up his hand as he sees the light the sun is foreign on his skin and searing into his eyes and he just like goes into lava it strips away his cheap illusions and he's like you see like this is like skeleton and just like flames behind him it eats him free that page is fucking beautiful that entire page is fucking beautiful. Where yeah. this one guy just realizes that humanity is more important than divinity. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that humanity is far more important than divinity and that's what he's standing up for and that's exactly what it did. Absolutely beautiful. The art is amazing and you know what this one guy stood up for. Yeah. I love it. It, it was so good. That and that's why that was
0: yeah. I think it's awesome. And I think it's very, um, it's very, like you said, it's like thought provoking, mm-hmm. uh, and kind of like, well, you can take a lot of different things out of it. I think yep. it's awesome. Uh, signs of a good storyteller. Um, yeah, man. So I, I, I thought overall this is really cool. I can't wait for the next one. And obviously we'll cover that, uh, and kind of see what goes on there, man. Uh, I'm going to do some digging though on some of this stuff and just see what the shit is going on. Uh, <laughs> but dude, uh, I, huge thanks again, obviously to Jim from uh, oh, yeah. weird science and uh for for sending this our way and and making you know buying a copy for us uh that really means a lot and it's awesome to kind of dig into it and actually chat about it so dude, thanks for coming on uh do you want to give some uh get give the folks your your contact where can people look you up find you
1: oh yeah so you can find me at i mean for mostly my comic stuff, you can find me at Joey Casco, J-O-E-Y-C-A-S-C-O, on Twitter. Um, I'm starting up a new uh, podcast called Grapes and Capes. Uh, so you can find me on wherever podcasts are found, but also Grapes, N, the letter N, Capes, on on uh, Twitter. That's where we're going to have our Twitter thing. Um, but, uh, you know, we get, we're going to, you know, have a few bottles of wine. We're going to talk about comics. We're going to have a great time and all that. We're going to, you know, I, I, I don't know. (laughs) We're going to have a, you know, a great time talking about comics and drinking wine and all that. And then, um, but yeah, you can also see me on, uh, the wine stalker on everything, everything. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the wine stalker, T H E w i n e s t a l k a r um but yeah that's that's where you can find me
0: oh yeah man dude thanks again for coming yeah. on and uh you know i don't know what we're going to be covering uh, uh well it would be plunge the, i think the final the issue plunge
1: number six plunge, yeah. dude that's it it's
0: yeah. the yeah. end and uh oh, so we've man got, i'm so sad about that yeah but uh, i'm curious to see how it wraps up you well we won't talk about it right now but you text me some interesting theory an interesting theory or idea about what could happen at the end of that and i i need to go back and look at some other stuff and and really mull that over um which actually i'm gonna do that as soon as we get off here but uh yeah dude we gotta look at dates man huh? I, the date the dates we yeah dates. that's that's the okay. thing is like we gotta kind of there's some there you're, there are pieces to be or dots to be connected here but we'll get into that when we talk about plunge but dude uh it's been a blast man
1: Foggy Hill Rock Stood a crazy little demon Blowing his top Fire in his eyes and smoke from his head You gotta be real cool To hear the words he said He did a that was mad. He had steam in his soul For the one he loved So he had death on his mind Cause Miss Demon let him go He wanna run through the world Till he understand his pain Somebody help him get Miss Demon
0: home again He did that.